0: Welcome to episode 21 of GameSpot After Dark. We are back in this room again. We just recorded episode 20 about an hour and a half ago, and we're back, rolling right through. We're going to talk about what we will be playing over the break, and then we're going to go into topics and listener questions. So it'll be... A fairly familiar episode.
1: It's as if we never left at all. Should I like
2: pretend that I played the game and like like oh man, that game was playing. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no no no. So so when we get to what we've been playing, which we're gonna get to right now, we'll just talk about what we plan on playing, but remember if you're listening to this episode you've probably already figured out that we do have episodes rolling out over the break but make sure to tune in again next week because we will have another episode ready even though a lot of us won't be there except Jean-Luc sounds like he might be there a couple days but yeah.
3: that's another discussion
2: <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna, it's gonna be awesome I'm just I'm gonna have complete control
0: I can do whatever I want
3: hey I'll join you too
0: uh but anyway this week joining me is Callie Plaguey
1: hello
0: Jean-Luc Seipke hello and Michael Heim
3: what to do Dude, this, this room is strange. It's well, this ver- is
1: your first time recording in here. Yeah,
3: it's my first. We used to use the Giant Bomb uh, podcast studio, but mm-hmm. now we're in our, our own studio, which is a lot more space, but I'm looking over to the like unlit section of this room, <laughs> and I'm wind. like, yo, is someone watching over here? It's, Unmanned uh, cameras, too? Right. And Damn. there's no
0: one in the back either this time?
3: It's like some black mirror shit.
2: Oh, talk some talk some spice. I think our mics sound better.
0: Oh, okay. These mics Ooh. do sound pretty good. I, I did notice sound some humming uh, that I couldn't get rid of oh. in last week's episode. Tasted mm. maybe because of the power cords were touching the XLRs. Anyway, that's it's a whole other thing. Okay. Uh, so when you're editing, <laughs> look out for that. All maybe right. I'll, know if you hear I'll look it. out for the hum. I probably should have listened back to our last episode to see, but you know. Too late. We're moving fast. There's too much going on. If you
2: can't hear the hum, that means I'm awesome.
0: And I cut it <laughs> out. You got rid of it. <laughs> Uh Kelly, what do you plan on playing over your break?
1: Uh primarily, so I'm going to my parents' house over break and um my mom always has like the the latest and greatest trash TV ready for me to watch. Oh. We're going to watch all the Bravo shit gonna watch project runway we're gonna watch you know some 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 real like nasty tlc shit and then uh <laughs> yeah then maybe some holiday like cooking baking shows wholesome
3: stuff or two right some, to balance it out right some
1: wholesome stuff but usually like we're, we're talking shit about the people on the show oh, okay um, does your
3: mom watch like those
2: uh hallmark christmas movies oh hell no okay
1: no, she's... she's just, I'm just curious. I'm talking like 90-day fiancé. Oh, okay, that kind yeah. of trash. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So, or, you know, maybe, you know, like the real housewives. So anyway, it's kind of just like our thing. I do, <laughs> I, I, we both half pay attention. We both do not pay full attention to the show. She's like playing Sudoku or something. and You'll I'm,
0: be breeding a competitive Pokemon team? I will
1: be breeding my competitive Pokemon team. How's that shaping up? Because the Switch will allow me to do that. So my strategy right now with that is... Um, I'm just breeding a bunch of good Pokemon and then I'm going to kind of like slot them in my team as I go because I don't really have like a concrete plan right now. I'm seeing a lot of like Togekiss, Dragapult teams and there's two variants on that. There's a support Dragapult, attack Togekiss or special attack Togekiss and then support Togekiss with physical attack Dragapult. I'm also seeing some special attack Dragapult because it's pretty flexible. Its uh, attack is actually higher than its... um, Special attack, but its special attack move pool is considered better in some situations. I don't know. Still really early. Um, In the parlance of another trash show, Love Island, it's early days, love. (laughs) Uh, um, Excellent. So
0: We may not have Lucy here, but we've got the accent. Oh, yeah.
2: Kelly's accent is very good. Thank you. I saw something about how the host of Love Island got arrested for assault
1: the whole there the Lo- love have, island does not really have a, a like
2: I, this is just what i saw i have no idea I, yeah, I i'm not, in I'm on not it. that
1: invested but anyway okay. <laughs> um yeah so i'm gonna be doing that primarily like maybe doing some battles by the time uh i actually get there because i'm i've got like a perfect Corsola, um and a toga kiss ready and stuff like that so I'm just kind of figuring that out. I like fairy Pokemon a lot, so I have like three different fairy Pokemon options that I'm working with, and I don't know which one to go with. Uh, please tweet at me and, and tell me what your opinion is if you care, because I'm working on... I have a Sylveon already. I have I, I just have to EV train the Togekiss, and then I have... Um, I want a hidden ability, Alchemy, so... Which
0: one's
2: the cutest?
1: That's impossible to say. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's why I go
0: by. So Love Island... Or not Love Island, Trash TV, trash which includes TV. Love
3: Island. Maybe, no, maybe no, not. No, no,
1: Love Island is, is, uh that's what I watch with my roommate. Um, oh, okay.
3: Would you share it with your mom, though? Like, yo, mom, check out Love Island. It's trash.
1: I think it's even, it might be too trashy for, Ooh, for her. Right wow. Now.
3: Or is there like one of those things, like, I don't want to watch this with my mom.
1: No, it's not that. Okay. It's more just like, it's, so Love Island airs every single day. When it's on. I'm sorry. It airs every single day. <laughs> How? And I've, just, I've just jumped in. I don't watch every episode. Like, we do this and sometimes they watch it without me and it's fine. Like, we just catch each other up. Like, oh, last week, <laughs> like, this guy was a dick and it was wild. Um, but they air, like, it's like five days a week in the UK when that show is on. So, like, we are in season three and we're on episode 22 and there's still, like, ten people left. So,
0: Jeez. Sure. I wouldn't want to work on that TV show. It sounds like a lot of
3: post-production and not a lot of time. Damn. Yeah. Man, anyway, imagine wow. being an editor uh, um, on that show, though. Imagine how much bullshit you have to sort through. Because <laughs> well, I see how much y'all have to go through when we like cut WeChat. chats. like, oh, okay, I'll cut this, this, and that. Yo, if you're editing on Love Island, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, I also will probably try to play either Outer Wilds or Plague Tale. I have a feeling I'll do Plague Tale just because I... I think Outer Wilds will probably make me motion sick and I won't be able to play it. Um, so I'll probably just hedge my bets on Plague Tale. Yeah.
0: I think Plague Tale will be more your speed too. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like Plague Tale. I'm excited for more people to play that game. Damn, <laughs> One of the after- best spots. Yeah.
1: 10 best games of 2019. Mm-hmm. Hell
0: yeah, it John Luke, what about you?
2: Well, I, I went and bought Final Fantasy 14 online. Woo! My uh, guy. My boy... Uh, hooked me up with a, a tweet about how it is 30%, no, 50% off. 50% so off. 30 bucks for the complete collection, so that comes with all the expansions. And I was like, oh, that's great. That's that's the perfect time to, to get it all and jump in. Uh, and then I remembered, I'm not going to have a PC <laughs> for the winter <laughs> break. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, and it came with a free 30-day subscription, so I'm probably going to lose like seven days of that. And I'm like, oh, but like, ah, the deal was going to be over before then anyway. It right. like it's still worth it. It was still worth it, but I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not actually going to get to really play that.
0: Also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you hit a certain level, don't they extend your thing for another 30 days too? I your, don't. Uh, so uh, I, think, I think that's a that's That happened you, to me. Yeah. Or maybe it was because it just got to the end and they were like, hey. Keep playing. Here's another thirty days on the house, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, I think the the free
3: trial—the free trial—is under different conditions, I believe. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Like, because when I bought the game, it's like, "Okay, I have thirty days, and then, well, here's my credit card, and take as much money as you need because you know, not there." (laughs) Um, just but, direct uh to i your bank account. <laughs> i am so happy for you jean luc uh but also i mean if you're if you dead ass serious say bye to every other game in 2020 <laughs> that's
1: the problem is that i'm like i don't
3: and the thing <laughs> is like i don't know
1: how much i'm actually gonna yeah, be able to
3: commit to this game because 2020 starts strong too like you hit march it's you're done son
1: yeah you got last of us in february and i still have a lot of games like, May. i want to catch up moved. on you're right
3: Yep.
2: There's a yep. lot of games I still need to play, so I feel like Final Fantasy is going to be a real, real slow burn.
3: Yeah, you can, you can get your. Like you guys
2: will be like five expansions later, and I'll just be getting <laughs> to like Heaven's Word hey, yeah. or whatever. I'm
3: just happy you're here, man.
2: Um, but I, I'm, I, will, you, you, and a lot of people keep talking about how it's one of the best stories of 2019 video games, one of the best soundtracks. I'm like, all right, yeah,
1: Dude, you should have seen gotta my Twitter feed during the Game Awards. When Final Fantasy 14 didn't get as yeah. ongoing game, everyone on my Twitter feed was like, "Final Fantasy got robbed. This is a crime. I'm so angry." I, I, I sh- oh, it was
0: Fortnite, right? Fortnite. Fortnite yeah, one.
1: Fortnite one. I, I, I shared
2: a really,
0: slap
2: to Michael
1: about that.
0: Wait, what was
3: it?
2: It's like um, I think it's from Brooklyn Nine Nine, but it's like,
3: oh yeah, yeah. It, it's like <laughs> yeah, the.
2: Yeah. F- it, Oh, what is it? It's it's like Sekiro in the front, just like looking like all happy because it won Game of the Year at Game Awards, and then it's like Fortnite, and then it's like being beaten up by like five like f- <laughs> <laughs> like Final Fantasy players.
3: <laughs> I was like, I-, I shared that sentiment, but you know, I don't. I don't need to i see enough of it on my twitter feed i'm like all right y'all y'all speaking loud yeah. enough for me Yeah, so. I just add to,
0: add to the. I yeah, I that's like, like generally just with award shows game awards like yeah. people how i can't believe this game didn't get nominated it's so underlooked and it's
3: like oh okay i don't know yeah, really i feel i feel point. you but like, what yeah, did you expect because like, that's the thing it's like well what did y'all expect like I like
0: don't know. everyone had already said like oh the, there weren't enough indie games nominated for game of the year which yeah i agree but only one person needs to say it for the love of god (laughs) yeah Yeah. and also
1: like i don't know i i always feel the need to add that like games industry all of us are like every site is understaffed we're all like tired like there's only so many games that we can all physically play yeah in a period of time and like
0: Oh
2: yeah, like
3: you naturally, know? games are gonna get overlooked. There are games and that's that are gonna get overlooked,
1: and that sucks. But it's like
3: that's the reality. To be fair, yeah. though, <laughs>
0: like, I think we did a pretty good job of getting some a good mix of indie and yeah, uh, GameSpot. And stuff, like, it wasn't yeah.
1: like we went into that top ten meeting like, oh, we got to yeah. get some indies in there. It was just like we had a lot of people who really yeah. championed certain indies. But like, yeah. yeah, I just felt the need to say that because I get really annoyed when it's like game sites aren't talking enough about this topic, and I'm like bruh I already worked too much
3: yeah Yeah, it's like whenever uh, I don't know you bring up one game how come you you haven't played this game you haven't played this game this year I'm like Uh, yo relax I, I, can't. I
0: got a lot of final yeah. fantasy to play. yeah it's like
3: dog i spent 400 hours doing this thing so uh, all... and john luke is about to spend 400 hours doing this thing so i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna talk oh with tay and be like look don't assign john luke many games this year he's <laughs> very busy all right he's very busy trust me playing. i have absolutely zero authority over anything here at GameSpot, except for my own but you know i'll put in word it's well like, then john luke if you Won't have your PC, so you can't play
0: Final Fantasy 14. What do you think you will be playing? (laughs) Probably switch games. I was gonna say, probably,
2: probably Pokemon. That is a one that me and my girlfriend are still slowly making our way through. Mm -hmm. Um, and
1: you have me to guide you through how competitive works,
2: exactly. I have Callie to guide me through competitive, so I want to beat that game, I want to do some of that. Um,
1: even if you just Go to to to, when you beat the game, you unlock the battle tower and you can rent teams there. Even if you just like mess around with the rental teams, I'll be so happy. Like I think you'll have a lot of fun.
2: That'll already be more than I've ever done before. I like never mess with that stuff in Pokemon games, so that will already be a step up for me. But I don't know. I mean, like I I got a couple Switch games I, I would like to get into, like Dragon Quest. But I don't know. Like it's a long one. That's a long one, and.
3: Dragon Quest. I,
2: I like <laughs> I spent I spent so much of November it feels like trying to like cram in as many games as possible for game of the year that like I'm also like I kind of don't want to play a game yeah, for I'm a like, hot minute. Maybe I should read a book. Maybe I should do something <laughs> else. I want to watch some TV. We I finally started watching Watchmen and it's it's very good. I have it's, not seen it. It's the very good. Yet.
0: It's killing me. I should have watched it last night.
1: Well, by the time this episode airs, you will have seen it.
2: I think you'll like it in that Georgia has never seen Watchmen, knows nothing about it, and uh, doesn't like superhero stuff at all.
1: And even she likes it. And
2: she was like, that was amazing. Like, just the first episode. We only oh, watched shit. the first episode, and she was like, and that was really good television. It gets television. better
0: and better and that, better yeah. and better. That's and based hear. on what I've seen, the ending is pretty satisfying, too, which yeah. I think was a lot of people's concern. We talked about it last week or two weeks ago, because um, it's it's Lindelof and Lost, and people were like, <laughs> the- <laughs> a little concerned about that. But from what I've heard, given I granted, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard that the ending is... Pretty damn good too, yeah. but the only thing is, like, I couldn't binge it
2: because, dude, that episode was a lot. Like, we beat that. We that was beat, the toughest watched, one to watch. I think.
3: Jesus, we beat Watchmen. <laughs> I beat Watchmen.
2: <laughs> I got the achievement first episode. Um, <laughs> we watched Watchmen, and I was like, okay, we need to do something else because, holy shit, it, it just like, yeah, that episode be. in particular was really so intense.
1: Who watches The Watchmen? That's that's the, that's question. the question. That was I was joking. <laughs> because you because you said beaten like you, and never mind <laughs> if it doesn't hit it doesn't hit it's fine I got it I got it <laughs> Michael
3: oh no spotlight's do? on me what you have to oh man I'm sweating now all eyes on you all eyes on me all eyes on <laughs> trails of cold steel oh my god oh, d-
1: this is the most U.S. thing <laughs> damn it I I'm like did, so, so, get so, on this in road. some
3: weird way I'm like mad at myself but i did it to myself and i like that i did it to myself so but you're I'm, not
1: mad you're just disappointed uh
3: actually it's the opposite of disappointment <laughs> hold on what what is trails of cold steel <laughs> it's oh geez. all right um good question uh it's, well, it's thank it's, you <laughs> there's no <laughs> dumb questions great question that. great question jake <laughs> uh, phenomenal interviewer over here uh trails of cold steel is a rpg series uh out of nihon falcom which is <laughs>
1: say Neon.
3: nihon nihon <laughs> Fal- falcom yeah or is it exceed marvelous i there's a lot of look there's a lot of names that uh, get attached to this, but it's an rpg series uh legend of heroes is like a very long time almost like dragon quest from back in the day and then it's went been through several iterations but uh the trails not Tales, the trail series is kind of <laughs> is uh they're different branches of stories within the same universe so there's trails in the sky from the 2000s and then trails of cold steel is kind of like this generation ish like story based in that same universe and it's it's a very traditional style of rpg or no actually i'll take that back it's oh uh, what i meant to say was that it's a very um it feels like it was made in the mid 2000s like it's it plays like an early ps3 or it looks like an early ps3 game as well um but it still has like some charm to it and
2: valkyria chronicles type of like i don't know i kind Val- of associate yeah. it with that sort of yeah,
3: like yeah uh valkyria chronicles type beat it's uh because it, it it does so what is anime Oh 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 one thousand <laughs> percent i
1: just i'm saying that for the viewers at home because oh, yeah, i knew yeah. that already it's a
3: jrpg series <laughs> trails of cold steel um but it, it's funny you mentioned in valkyria chronicles because it's it uses some of that um I guess like 19, early 1900s type of technology military, where military uh, is kind of this... Uh, this
2: Anime girls in tanks.
3: Yeah, yeah. Anime girls with big swords and guns and anime oh, dudes. I'm
1: so glad you said swords.
3: Uh, swordsmen, anime swordsmen. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's kind of like that style of thing. But I'm still early into it right now. And when I say that I'm going to be playing over the break, I'm going to be playing this. There's three games out now and each game is like 60 hours. Plus, so I'm in the first game right now, and I'm gonna be playing the first game probably for the rest of the break. Uh, and how are
0: you gonna play Final Fantasy?
3: See, I'm going to be playing both, that's the thing. <laughs> dude. I'm going to be bouncing back and forth because yeah. I need a palate cleanser, I can't be living in Trails of Cold but Steel the whole time. Your
1: palate cleanser is just another anime, I mean, you know, in- very <laughs> intense, <laughs> involved
3: JRPG one has cat cat girls and the other one has regular girls yo the (laughs) the your homeroom teacher is dope as hell because she does not give a shit about anything except for like taking care of her students and she like drinks during the day and she's wasted at the bar and she's like hey y'all do your quest or whatever i'll be here turning up and then when like when shit hits the fan though she's like got a sword and a gun she's like i'm gonna beat y'all ass and it's wild
1: that is one of my favorite anime trope characters yeah i love drunken Onesan characters the, so much yeah.
3: the tired adult who drinks but still gets shit done yeah that is her and she's uh she's but also great.
2: looks like they're in their mid-20s yeah. yeah yeah they that, that like too, they yeah. drink a lot yeah <laughs> you're just like how are you this haggard they're, already
3: I yeah uh, I, I do like the combat system in trails of cold steel though because it's it's turn-based but it also has an element of positioning and real-time elements and almost in a tactical way not necessarily fire emblem-esque but it has elements of that so i find the combat system to be the very intriguing part but it also has like a sort of like a day cycle persona ish where you have social links i forgot what they're called in this there's like bonds bonds they're called bonds you bond with your uh cast and whatever and then you get like power-ups in battle like your link whatever Uh, (laughs) but there are things like that and but my hesitation going into it like uh, granted i only like 15 hours into trails of cold steel which is a four-part series
1: are you playing the like re-release remaster is it a remaster it's
3: it's uh it's a it might might as well be a remaster on pc because it has a bunch of uh like it's refined graphically and has like extra features whatever but yeah i'm playing the pc version and yeah my hesitation going into is like Persona has set such a high bar that any other games that try and emulate that formula, like I played Tokyo Xanadu, and that game did not do it for me. Uh, and That's I'm,
2: interesting. I've never thought about like other JRPGs trying to emulate what Persona so, tried to yeah, do specifically. Yeah, there's a, I, lot, a lot. I guess lot. it makes sense because that game is very popular.
3: Yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I, I hit a point where I was like, you know, I, th- I think I like this. I think I like this bullshit uh and because everything once i mentioned it in on twitter i had a bunch of people jumping into my mentions like yo you on the train now dogs it's gonna be the best series y'all you ever play like relax um i don't doubt you so that's the thing too is that there's a lot of fanfare a lot of fervor and also Mm -hmm. shouts out to ian kelly who's uh who used to work here um friend of the site and giant bomb he's like huge proponent of trails of cold steel and he was kind of the one that would be like, yo, it's my my favorite game series of all time. You should try it, like, in earnest. So I was like, all right. He, he also plays a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. So I was like, I know he has good taste. He can't be wrong. And also, like, hundreds of other people in my mentions can't be wrong. So Hundreds? That's how many people I got in my mentions, bro. No, <laughs> the, the tens of people who hit me up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to see where it goes, because they're like, that game, the, where on the street is, that game gets good after hour 60, which is the end <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm here for one of
0: those games. Three other parts after, so it's all got to be good after that, right? Yeah. You just yeah. got to get through that first sixty hours. Yeah. Right? At speed.
3: And that's that on that.
0: Uh, I guess what I'll probably be playing is The Tourist, uh, which is a game for Nintendo Switch by Sheenan. That's like a puzzle exploration game. It's got a really cool style to it. Matt Paget. Friend of the podcast, works at GameSpot. <laughs> friend <laughs> of, the friend the of the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> friend of the podcast.
2: No, that's it. He's just a friend. He's also been on. Nah. He's just
0: a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Padgett was saying it was like one of his favorite games of the year. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. It's pretty short, too. It's only like 12 hours. So I'm yeah. going to give that a shot. I started to play a little bit, but I got distracted because I was just thinking about Pokemon because you, Callie, have gotten me very into Building a competitive team. I actually was doing was doing some what uh, was doing some ranked comp- some ranked battles over the weekend, and I lost a lot, but I won a couple too, yeah. and that felt pretty good. So I think over the break I'm going to double down on that. See what other Pokemon I can breed and train and prepare, and see how I can fare in some of these more intense battles. It's a lot of fun though.
1: Yeah, on ranked. Uh, Just to go back to Pokemon really fast, you definitely see people using really powerful Pokemon, but not using them effectively. It's like the
0: same like two dozen Pokemon, maybe that I just see like every battle, and usually within like the first three or four turns, I'll know if I can win or not. Yeah, because of what they do, what moves they do, and I'm like, okay, this person just googled like best teams or best Pokemon and then just bred all those Pokemon sometimes yeah. they didn't even do that they just caught them
1: I mean sometimes I mean sometimes people do that just to practice but like yeah. uh you definitely like I am a proponent of like finding a unique twist or a a strategy that surprises people because that's part of the mind game of Pokemon yeah I mean
2: I feel like I would I, I would like to like mess with a team for, which is like you were telling me the battle you know, the tower, rental, rental teams. You So you rent can rent out stuff.
1: You can rent like a, like the, there's two prefab teams you can rent and then you can rent anybody's teams that they put up for like any the oh, okay. person's teams. That's cool. So you can rent like a, I was, I follow a lot of pro players and they've been po- posting some of their preliminary teams. Like, Hey, mess around with this. And they're, that's like by no means their final team. Cause they're going to keep iterating over right. the season. But like, it's really cool. I think it's super smart because then you're, you I can get practice with a Dragapult yeah. and see if I even want to use it.
2: Yeah, it's like with magic. You build the, You build the decks that the pros play, and then you, you tweak it, and make yep. your own deck,
1: just like magic. Sick. Just
0: like magic. Uh, other than that, I think I might try to finally play near. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wow. Oh. Damn. Okay. Three I years too late. To play it
3: for a long
1: time. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I don't like anime. anime yo, sucks.
3: yo. like depression? What?
2: <laughs> so do you like depression?
3: Yeah, depression's dope, especially cuz you're, in... you're gonna have it after yeah. the end of that game. All right. I mean there's there's hope at the end. I probably
0: won't get around to it, but I want to try. It's like I talked about it on an earlier episode that is a game that I've been wanting to get back to for a long time cuz I started playing it when it came out and I enjoyed it, but I think like Horizon Zero Dawn came out around the same time and I was covering that, so I had to jump onto that. Well if that was Horizon, uh, then it would have been also Breath of the Wild came out. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, yeah, it was, yeah. was pretty was was around that time too. And I never finished it, and I feel like I didn't really hear anyone talk about it until the end of the year, and everyone was like, Are you kidding me? This is the best game of the year, <laughs> and no one's talking about it. It's literally the best video game I've ever played. Wow, Jake is Jake
3: is talking shit in front of me right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is this is what I people got mad because I posted I remember it was a long time ago that I posted my like top ten games of what twenty seventeen, and everyone's like, What the? Oh, hell you haven't even played near and i was like i didn't i played a little bit of it and it was fine See, I, I, I said
3: that shit to his face no, but, I like, nah, but i was like you're, yeah. you're just talking a big game to Jake's but- <laughs> credit,
0: though, I, as someone
2: who also was a proponent of near i do remember a lot of people on social media being very like angry about when other outlets really? didn't wow. out. they'd be like yeah you, oh, or like i remember when we put it in our top 10 they were like only number 10 i was like
3: damn i, I wasn't right. really ingrained in the discourse at the time i guess then there was I, very you vocal you hadn't people. had your
1: anime awakening yet
3: no i that was the year i had my awakening yeah but
1: you weren't like full in that discourse yet were you
3: oh i wasn't in the discourse yeah. but i was like you were that still year, a I, fledgling i was <laughs> heavy but yeah heavy. i think yeah. i
0: might try to play more of that and see if it see if I can get more into it yeah. uh definitely play it
3: on your own terms too like at your yeah. own pace because that's yeah dumb. yeah I'm
0: not gonna I'm not gonna rush it uh and then the other thing too which I guess I didn't really put down is I'll probably mess around with the Oculus Quest some more Ooh. over break because I'm gonna be bringing that home because it turns out this. it's a hit with my family yeah so
3: <laughs> I was
0: told my parents were like make sure you bring your Quest and Quest is like, dope dude do you I download like those Green
2: Day songs yet
0: no but I probably will <laughs> because I can't listen to the, the the ones on Beat Saber. Like they're good, but I've heard them enough. Yeah. Can you
2: mod the version on Quest?
0: Uh mm, I think you can, but it's a pain in the ass. Okay, yeah, cuz like that's
2: probably my favorite thing about Beat Saber is just seeing all yeah. like the crazy like it's just people who are like I put all these anime intros in Beat Saber and so I'm like that's, hell that's, oh that's oh why God. I would want to play Beat exactly. Saber. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's hey, what I'm here for. Hey, but you can already buy Oh, okay. That joke doesn't work because I don't remember the name of the band. <laughs> what? What's the band? What's the band that it was like for a while the only Beat Saber?
3: <sighs> Do you, you play, how much rum and bass did you play? What? Uh, that, that, the song Rum and Bass. That's the best, the best what song. What
0: band are you talking about? I didn't about? play it at all. What, what are they called? They're, they, they, they did the Switch commercial song. I have no idea. What are I'm you on about? waking up to Ash and Dust from, Right, come on Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. That's yes. the one. Oh, I mean, no. That's not
1: anime at all. I'm not saying it's anime. I'm
0: saying for the longest time, that was like the only song pack available was Imagine Dragons. For... And the only reason I bought it is because <laughs> when I brought it home, my mom was with me. She's like, oh, I love Imagine Dragons. You should buy it. And I was like, oh, great.
3: <laughs> Yo, I swear, like every game or movie trailer that ever came out in the mid 2010s was all, all Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragons songs. Dude, yep. Um,
2: I, I or think, style, like I, I don't think Imagine Dragons is a real band. In that I think, <laughs> no, in that I think they exclusively make songs for the purposes of selling them for.
3: Commercials. Oh sure, yeah.
2: I don't think they sell them for people to listen to. They sell them for
0: companies to <laughs> every, buy. That's every, my hot take. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, that, that's <laughs> that's my. You know? Or it's just like a robot that like it's just a program that just puts these songs together, Dude. like just making the perfect
2: trailer music. Uh, I mean, there yeah. are definitely like songs you have heard that are like. That's trailer bait. That yeah, song is 100% made for, at, for marketing companies to buy and use in their trailers or their E3 montage. Yo. Like you hear a song and you're <laughs> yeah. like, that's going to be in an E3 montage. And then sure enough. That, that's hey, is, that. The
1: song, is that song sale by Imagine Dragons? By <laughs> no,
0: that's AWOL Nation, but they're like the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's that that
3: slow percussive chanting with like a
0: white guy yelling yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but
3: like like a thousand other voices like hard like hitting drum beats yeah percussive yeah and you're
2: like ooh, yeah cut there oh (laughs) next game
3: there (laughs) 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 so both y'all as video producers
0: (laughs) that's how it goes
3: I know yes. So, no. so Jake and John Luke as video producers. Mm-hmm. Y'all see right through that. Oh I
2: yeah. Hundred percent. You're like that is that is made to be used like, in a Damn, I
3: want that shit on audio network. Or, yeah. Or have a car ever, commercial. Have or you like- ever
0: really liked a song and then you hear it on a on like an e3 sizzle or a car commercial and you're like oh, oh no shit. Oh, it's over. my oh, it's favorite over. band just sold out so that's it I think I, okay
2: go was that for me a little <laughs> bit i really yeah, liked okay i, liked I still okay, like again. okay go but like there's one e3 where i think they were used for like everything is yeah here it goes again it was like, yeah, in was like 20 around.
1: montages and i was
2: like never mind
1: no so this isn't a trailer but i and I don't even particularly like the song but I'll stop the world and melt with you. But it was oh. used for like Quiznos or some shit with cheesy sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
3: <laughs> and older. I was
1: like, I can't that, ever that, listen to this That's fair song game. Yet. So gross. <laughs> and I love cheese, but it was a gross commercial. Because so I
0: heard sick. a Portugal The Man song in a Sony, uh, a Sony press conference. They did Purple, Yellow, Red, and Blue. And that was one of my favorite songs. And I haven't really been able to listen to it since then. Just because <laughs> oh, no. I just think oh. of like... What's his name? Is it Andrew House? Mm, oh, sure, it? yeah. I don't know. Walking onto that song. And I I'm remember like, that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sony. There are so many other songs you could have picked.
3: Damn.
1: I only like really depressing music, and they never use that for trailers. So. Oh.
3: Well, yeah, I'm, they, I'm,
2: yeah. well, I that really weird remix of Billie Eilish for the Gears trailer. That
1: was, that was You're terrible. right. That was terrible, <laughs> but that did not ruin my ability to listen. to No, Billie because
2: Eilish. it was like uh, not the original version of the song, so it was like weird enough yeah. that I was like, I can divorce this from the actual song.
0: You can tell they were trying to chase the. The all around me. Well, oh, yeah.
2: And not only it, that, and they were like. The disturbed but, cover? Every game's
0: <laughs> sense has
2: tried to chase that. And then they were like, Billie Eilish is popular. Quick, let's yeah. make this work. And it,
0: it, she's kind of sad. That'll work. It'll be like. The she's original, a
2: girl and the main character is a girl. Let's do it.
3: Yeah. Marketing anyway, geniuses.
0: I'd say that's about enough of that.
3: One more thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> One more thing about *Treads of Cold Steel. There's someone who, there's someone who emailed right. about it. There was a, a listener email about Trails of Cold Steel. Wait, really? Because Jan and I had mentioned it uh, when we were on the past oh, yeah. episode. There was. Yeah. Uh, so Jan mentioned that he's going to try it. I'm like, oh, shit, me too. Uh, turns out I did. And then, um, but yeah, so shouts out to that emailer because that person also sent a large paragraph explaining why Trails of Cold Steel is important. Oh, hell So yeah. I did read it. Uh, so shouts out to you. Um, thank you, I guess. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> so yeah. Listeners are out there, man. They're, they're on to me. <laughs> All right,
0: so this week, we're not going to do news because there's probably not a lot of news. Also, we're recording this, what, a week and a half before it'll actually go up? It's like Game Awards, but at this point,
2: it's two weeks late for everyone. Yeah. So
0: So instead, what we're going to do is we've all come here today with a couple of games that we think, a couple of games from the last decade that we think everyone who is interested in video games, likes video games, maybe looking back on the decade, games they should play.
1: Or like games you like shouldn't have missed, kind of.
0: Exactly, thing. and we want to try to come up with ten games that you shouldn't yeah. miss from this decade, this Unofficially. last decade. Unofficial. This isn't. It's it's the official unofficial. Yeah, it's artificial. official. Yeah. The Artif- four of us. Artificial. Athlete. Artifact. I also no. sent out a tweet uh, asking people some of their games, and I got a lot of responses. So I'll go through some of those. Should I do that first? Maybe give you guys a chance to that, think of what no, you want to I mean, say? Hmm. Or should we wait until the end and I can go through and we can see all the games that we missed? And I,
1: I think we should come up with like the stuff off the top of our heads that we think. Yeah. And yeah. And then go through some of the suggestions. Yeah. Because
0: okay. Before we put together our list.
1: Yeah. Are you going to be running okay.
0: this down? Yes. Okay. This is going to be super messy, and <laughs> I okay. don't know if it'll yeah. work, but we're going to try. We're going like to have many,
3: fun. Many GameSpot deliberations live on a podcast for exactly. all of your ears.
0: <laughs> if someone says something and you're like, no, that shouldn't be on here, don't be afraid to argue, because uh, we, want, we, want, we want an airtight list. Ooh, oh, okay. So that'd be good. Yeah, I'm
3: serious, Ooh, boy. Then
1: maybe we should do the, the tweet suggestions first. Think so? So we can eliminate...
0: So I'm not going to read through all of them because there's a ton. All right. Uh, Bob Jones. We know him. He oh, yeah. Oh, Bob, up, Bob Jones, 1980. Uh, he says Starcraft 2. Uh, Jeffrey, oh, who was also. Was that
2: 2010? That was 2010,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Was... Yeah, some of these may actually not be in the decade. Someone put Demon's Souls, which was 2009, I believe. So yes. Should we talk about each game when it
3: comes I don't to not think. I feel
0: not, like that's going to be super long.
1: I'm mentally writing things up. Yeah, okay, maybe, okay. maybe yeah. I'll go
0: through these. And if there's any that stand out, maybe you can yeah. add them to your thought cabinet. Ooh, a just go lazy
1: in reference.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, who also, Jeffrey Hoover, who wrote in, he has a question as well. He said, Cat Quest and Cat Quest 2 were both really pleasant surprises. If I think of others, I'll let you know. Uh, a lot of people said Hollow Knight. John Reyes here. Wordy Nerdy says Hollow Knight. A couple people. Sejan Sketches says Hellblade. There's a mm. few other people who mm. said that. Someone said Knack. <laughs> I mean. All right. you too, I, baby. <laughs> Uh, oh, Blessing Adioye Jr., uh, friend of the show, who's on. I don't know so. him. Uh, he says, <laughs> "Undertale, Hellblade, and Life is Strange." Uh, Max Scovell says, "Sleeping Dogs,"
3: friend of the show, also
0: friend of the show,
1: friend of the house that I live in. Uh, a, <laughs> friend
0: a friend of friend. mine, Ulysses, says, "Heavy rain." I
3: think, he's, I think he's trying to be funny. I mean, people like heavy rain.
1: Well, see, the thing is, if we're saying like you got to check out this game for. I could see an argument for Heavy Rain, actually.
2: I would say Heavy Rain is maybe the best of the Quantic Dream games. It's the one I'd recommend. It's
1: not even that. I would say Heavy Rain for like... Uh, just a benchmark so you understand that's like a cultural benchmark game. Yeah, it's games. Like, it's like, emblematic. Y- you, there's so many like memes that came out of that. There's so many oh, okay, like sure. systems like as far as like culturally I would say Heavy Rain I guess is so. I would... Although if I was to pick like Well
0: the... let, let's save this for later because oh, there's there's a lot we have to get I'll make a note. Someone else My notes is I'm going to stop soundtrack. reading the doubles but someone else uh, optimistic gamer a uh, friend of mine says Hellblade Errol uh, says, I think Pokemon Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver are still the best Pokemon games ever made. Besides that, I'd say Dishonored Series and The Darkness 2. Kurt Indovina says, Kentucky For- Route Zero. A couple people agreed with him there. Friend uh, of the show. Dan Romer, uh, 16, <laughs> 16-bit Blast Power, says No Man's Sky. Alex Van Aken says, <gasps> uh, Dishonored 2, Rayman Legends, Child of Light, and Cube 2. Shout out, Alex. Seth Palmer says, Bloodborne. Uh, Lee Travis says, Batman Arkham Asylum. Seth Macy says, Fez.
1: Shout out to Seth Macy. Uh,
0: Joey Yee says, Res Infinite, Papers, Please. Uh, Shower with your dad simulator, 2015. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to
1: say Papers, Please, so shout out to Joey for that.
0: (laughs) I was going to say Papers, Please, too. Uh, Jesse Rudonski says, Doom. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: Doom 2016. Mm -hmm. Evan P. says, I think Prey is super underplayed this generation, both in terms of game uh, but in terms of a game, everybody should play Celeste. Brian Hurst says Rocket League. Whitney Lynn says Kind Words. Uh, Nicholas DeLome says Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Andrew Goldfarb, we'll read him out, says Pokemon Go. And someone responded with, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite game. K-Revel says Skyrim. Okay. A we're, we're, there's a lot here. Um, Those I'm are gonna just start speeding through. food
1: for food for thought. Yeah. Uh,
0: Odell Harmon Jr. says: Bastion, Journey, Undertale, Tetris Effect, Outer Wilds, Ori in the Blind Forest, Bioshock Infinite, Portal Two, mm. and Mario yeah. Kart Eight.
3: Shout out to Odell. Wow. I, I gave him a shout out? out last time when he was <laughs> he had the, you know, he has all the swagged out uh, Pokemon gear and so. Uh...
0: Uh, Connor Bridgman says: Titanfall Two.
3: That's oh, Rob's. Yeah. That's Rob's alt account, yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> Cameron Hawkins says, Mass Effect 2, Limbo, Inside, The Walking Dead, The Wolf Among Us, Batman Arkham City, Undertale, Cuphead, or in the Blind Forest.
3: Shouts out to Cameron.
0: Uh, Emmett Watkins Jr. says, Doki Doki Literature, <laughs> Literature Club. Shouts out Automata. to Emmett. <laughs> Wolfenstein 2, Titanfall 2, Inside, Life is Strange, Mafia 3, Static, which is a PSV, PSVR game, Astrobot and Control. That's VR? I don't think we count VR, do we? Oh,
3: we could, I, but if, uh,
2: there's a game nowhere to be. I don't enough.
1: have anything.
2: Are, are, are I've never they,
1: played a VR game that I would consider. I
2: would it. say Beat Saber. If I were to pick like the quintessential VR yeah. game right now, I'd say it's Beat Saber because I think that game is not only a w- excellent VR game, but it, it feels like a, the most current, like I guess, popular evolution of of rhythm
1: games. I've heard really good things about Thumper in VR. That would be Thumper the as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Nicole Archer says Dishonored, and also Life is Strange. Uh... I feel like all the people I follow are up front. So I'm going to scroll down a little bit lower so we can get some uh, other ones. Drew says Persona 4 Golden, Persona 5, AI, The Somnium File, Steins Gate, Diablo 3, Eternal Collection, Control, Spider-Man, PS4, God of War, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Destiny 2. Joel Cabrera says Journey. That's one I forgot. That one's probably a good one. Uh, Jake Simmons says Infamous 1 and 2. Oyo Rich says For Honor. Uh, got another near automata. Sean Atchison says gone home. Got another Ori in the Blind Forest. Got another Prey. Hey. I think that's enough for now. We can come back <laughs> to this later. That's a oh, lot. oh, actually, I guess actually did Braid come out this decade? Braid came out in 08. There were a couple games okay, Braid, unfortunately yeah, that people did uh, mention that. Evan did not Langer, come out. our intern, friend of the show, says uh Breath of the Wild.
3: Oh, surprise. I would have said
1: Breath of the Wild too.
3: Um, I think my favorite rap beef of the 2010s was between Emmett and Bless. I want to give them a shout out. I, I, yeah, <laughs> oh, I saw some of that. Yeah. yo, <laughs> Emmett just released his uh, his response diss track. Really? Them boys are spitting fire over there.
0: Uh, Khaleesi says God of War and The Last of Us. I don't think anyone said Last of Us. That one stood out. Uh, got another near. Onomata Vanquished, Limbo, Inside, order? Hotline Miami, Dead Space 2, Outer Wilds, Demon's Souls. Seen a lot of repeats at this point.
1: Yeah, I think we might as well just start talking yeah. about it.
0: Oh, wait, hold on one more. Undercover 872 says Rainbow
3: Six Siege. Ooh, oh, okay. That's that is, that is good. I respect it.
0: Okay, so I hope that helped. Oh,
2: uh, I, wrote that, I really I, did. I wrote as much as I could fit down, it's Damn. a little messy. I accidentally wrote Last of Uncharted. Uh, <laughs> 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 ah, yes, the best one. Uh, it, it's, instead of Steinsgate's. St- 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 <laughs> Also Steinsgate, as excellent as it is. I don't think counts cuz it came out before 2010.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't count Steinsgate.
3: Um
2: there are a couple that like w- P4 Golden came out in
3: 2012. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's, the original ba- it's based on a 2008 2008 yeah, no, game. I, it, uh, that, uh, that is the best this game of all time. It's extremely
1: official list yeah. were made. Yeah,
3: yeah we we're, we're, so, we're pretty so official. We're making it up as we right go. Right <laughs> off the
1: bat, I'm going to say Papers Please, Gone Home, Breath of the Wild. Um and Portal 2 are, like, the top ones that come to sure. my mind. Oh,
2: Portal 2, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
3: Just, just real quick. Uh, I'm going to
2: write
0: these down.
3: Mentally, I'm also um, processing this as most influential. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. also what this kind of sounds like based on what people have been saying and what how we've been Which kind of setting it up.
1: I really... It is my obligation to say that we actually did do an official series at GameSpot of the most influential games we of did. the 21st century. Yes. So not this decade or anything. We haven't done our decade wrap ups as a content team yet. That's for January 2020, um, I think, is the the current plan with that, because the decade will actually be over mm-hmm. when, that, oh, when we God. do that um rather than doing it now and because there's still stuff happening and we're actually just reflecting on 2019 rather than the decades so that gives us a little (laughs) bit more room to do that but i want to say that we do have a series of most influential games so uh of the 21st century so that's different than this list
3: and also more official
1: and it's way more way more official (laughs) You're saying this isn't official
0: we got cameras in here now this is (laughs) official as hell (laughs) it's true uh Sorry, what did you say? You said Papers, Please, Portal Two, Journey, no, I didn't
1: say Gone Journey, Home. Gone Home, Gone Home, and Breath of the Wild.
0: Breath okay. of the Wild. I think those are pretty good.
2: So I have a question. Maybe this could help. So I was thinking about it with because you mentioned Heavy Rain, as and I would say influential. You're right, in that it's it's like I think it was the kind of the big one. Like it, it got memed on, like you mm-hmm. said. It's you know Jason, all that stuff. Well, but
1: also you have the the mechanical stuff there sure. that's kind of set off.
2: But if I were to say to somebody. Like okay, of that style of game, here's the one you should play.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't say Heavy right. I
2: would either. say Until Dawn because I think that's like the best version of that right. style or of game. Or I would so probably I guess, say
0: like, like a Telltale game.
2: But but I well yes, but I, I think I think there's enough of a difference between those two. Like in terms of like I, I think Until Dawn kind I mean, very of. But I think like when we do come down dream thing.
0: When we come down to it, right? Like those those are still narrative driven, decision based adventures. I guess, and I think. Like, as fun as Until Dawn is, I, I think it, for me, it was it was kind of forgettable. Like, I don't know if I would tell people, like, this is a game you should definitely oh, play that came so out good. in the last cool. decade. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's but then cool, But then,
2: so at the same time, then I have the same problem where I'd go, okay, would well, I have to go
0: Walking Dead 1, which is excellent, or do I go Life is Strange, which I think is, is better. Mm, that's a good point. More people seemed to defend Life is Strange than Walking Dead.
1: People really like Life is Strange. I... I couldn't, I couldn't get, get into pa- it. I couldn't get past the demo. I hated the it's, dialogue so uh, much.
2: It's the game that um, me and my girlfriend bonded over.
1: I know. <laughs> I feel bad like How I want to get into like it. How dare you not like
2: this game that <laughs> uh, brought us together. <laughs> also um, Undertale, so, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, Undertale. All right,
2: Undertale. Undertale know I mean. is, yeah, that brought us
3: together as well. Yeah, That's a lock. Let's just yeah. lock it.
2: So, we so can, Life yeah, Strange can we lock is, uh, Undertale? <laughs> Life is Strange is my Should game of the Should I lock Undertale?
3: yeah i mean the
1: pope, <laughs> the pope has a copy of undertale
0: let's
3: let's go around we'll get everyone's <laughs> yeah. submissions first oh yes
0: jean-luc what are what are your submissions my here?
2: submissions uh yeah this is official <laughs> shit um bloodborne would probably be my official submission. i don't don't know <laughs> over dark souls oh yeah i think okay. bloodborne if i had to pick one bloodborne
3: oh yeah michael Oh, well we're doing one one choice. Well, or, I did like five. I thought, He's still I, thinking. I thought oh you're still I thought, yeah, sorry, I thought I you was, was popping in... off.
1: Jump in, just jump in.
3: Yeah, just Oh go. geez. Well, you know what I'm Adeline, saying? Just... In twenty ten, you know what? I I guess no one said Final Fantasy Fourteen, but I think like I, look, look that's that's my bullshit, but the story of that game has existed for the entire decade. The when you think about games rebooting themselves, it was the most successful and it was also the most risky. Uh, and also what that game had become is overshadowing wow i don't think i'm the only one to say that yeah and in the world of massively multiplayer online rpgs like it is the one because it went through so much shit to get to that point and for it to be where it is in 2019 spanning the whole decade it is like one of the one of the wildest stories in game development period um and also it's one of my favorite games of all time. But I mean, you know, that that's that's me pitching it. Oh
2: fuck. No, I I, I totally really.
3: agree. Like that
2: genre kind of died in this decade. Yeah. Like, so my, this, my that's problem, like, the one game that kind of
0: came back. My problem with it is that it's it's you have to spend a lot of time playing this game,
3: right? That you do.
0: That's there there's quite the a familiar. hump you have to get over, apparently, to get to the good stuff. That you do. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on, but we can you know, come back to that later. But, but what, what? I was just
2: gonna say, I, I guess the, the qualifications, because it's like if, if I were to tell someone to play a MMO this decade, like what's the, the best JRPG MMO? I'd be like, oh, well.
0: But would you tell someone to play an MMO from this decade? Yeah, well, but, but if I that's feel what, like the MMO. But if that's what was... they're into, then I would say, yeah.
1: Right, but the list is just like, here's, here are games that you cannot have a miss if you're at all into games not specific it's not genre specific so i think it would be okay to like not have certain genres on there like if we don't have a shooter like if we don't have a first person shooter from this decade then we don't that's okay we're not i guess it's because i don't know
2: everyone's taste so i'd be like here's a list of games that i would recommend you play but you kind of can curate it yourself based on Mm. your own taste so if you are like i'd put final fantasy on there because i'm saying if you like MMOs and you're like, GRPGs, oh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 the one to play. But if you're like looking at those and like I don't like MMOs, you'd be like, oh, well, I won't worry about that.
3: Babe. Yeah, I, I I mainly said that to, you know, get it out of my system and make make my peace. <laughs> I'm fighting with-
2: for it more than. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is <laughs> well,
3: yo, I'm, I'm 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 very tired <laughs> as a person. Uh, I have very little fight left in me for 2019 yeah, same. Uh, but um, <laughs> yes, that is a very important game of the decade, whether it's on this list or not, you know, it's at the top of uh, should be at the top of any list. but one thing uh, I will say that um to kind of uh, make some progress here is that what a lot of people had mentioned in your mentions and one that I was going to mention is dishonored. Uh, I think that, I, I mean, the immersive sh- sim genre comes and goes and finds its influence in other games too. But as one that kind of hones in on what the true nature of those styles of games are, Dishonored did it best. Whether, I don't know, like maybe you, we can argue about whether it's Dishonored 1 or 2. I do think 2 is a better game. Um, but whether it's 1 or 2, like I think Dishonored is like massive for twenty twenty tens. 2010s. Uh, and you know, a lot of people mention Prey also, um, but if we are to account for maybe some some of the influential aspects, is that you don't have Prey without Dishonored. Um, I, as much as I love Prey, also, I do find Dishonored to be the preferable game.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, same, I would ag- I would agree as someone who loves Prey. Yeah, so I'd, I'd,
3: I'd, I think yeah. yeah, I think it's a very very important. Like it's it's not because when I also think of old immersive Sims 2, like Deus Ex, System Shock, that those games are. Fairly difficult to get into because there's a lot of systems that are weighing them down uh, that you kind of have to understand before you fully like get into those games. Yeah. Um, they're they're not like preventive, I don't think, but they are there regardless. But Dishonored just throws you in and you can do what you want or you can go about it the way you want. You have access to stealth, to leth- lethality, and um, and it's yeah. I think the level designs are are great. They're they're the thing about Dishonored level design is that. It induces or it it gives the best platform to be an immersive sim. So it's not just like, here's a bunch of guards, sneak past them or kill them and get to the objective. It's like you have so many avenues of doing that. And that's when those games thrive the best. And how much verticality accounts for it and how the powers are also thought about in conjunction with the way the levels are designed is absolutely amazing. Uh, and whether it's just on one or two again, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But. That's, that's 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 what I'm gonna say. Hmm. Okay, man. I remember they ma- they made two Deus Ex games this generation. They were they were good.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, good, I but I really heard people talk about that. That kind of fizzled
2: yeah. out real hard.
3: As someone who is a diehard Deus Ex fan, Human Revolution and Mankind divider were good.
2: No, no, I agree. Yeah. They're good. I'm just real bummed because yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, I that you whole were bringing thing. them
1: up as like. Instead of Dishonored, no,
2: did. no, I was. It's unfortunate. I do, I don't think they hold up as well as like, a yeah, because, yeah, right. yeah, but
3: and also, uh, I am putting my fist down to lock Undertale. <laughs> I,
1: I feel I like no one that disagree is a losing, with that. That is a
0: losing battle for me if I chose to fight it. So I think we can lock Undertale. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, okay yeah. with that.
1: Would you, would you fight it?
0: No, I wouldn't fight it, but okay, then,
1: lock
0: it. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, and then I have Hellblade. Sacrifice. I think that's
2: hmm. ah, that's a tough one.
0: The Last of Us, Dark Souls, and The Witness. Uh, I had more, but you hit most of them. We have Dark Souls and Bloodborne. I could go either way on those. Uh I put Dark Souls originally. The reason I thought Dark Souls was just because that's the one that popularized it. Yeah, but,
1: if we're talking influential, that's the one you go with. But yeah. Talking about,
0: I tell for for someone to play exactly yeah. yeah. recommendations. I would recommend Bloodborne to someone over Dark Souls. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree that uh, I would probably pick Bloodborne. I also like Bloodborne more too. Yeah.
1: All right, so we're going with Bloodborne over Dark Souls for this because it's a recommendations thing. Here's yeah. our ten. Decade recommendations. I'm recommendations. glad we finally figured a out the name out. Yeah. Of the
0: list. <laughs> I told you it was going to be a mess, but here, okay. It's so a fun mess. Yeah. This is our holiday
1: mess. surprise. <laughs> you're, well, you're welcome,
3: Tam. I
0: am so sorry to all of our listeners.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Tam's influence is s- 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 strong. I'm looking
2: through this list. S- 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 strong Star- <laughs> Starcraft's a weird one.
3: Like Starcraft Two. Starcraft. I, uh, it fizzled out.
1: I would not.
3: I wouldn't. That's I the love. Thing.
1: Starcraft. How did Jake? How did you phrase the tweet? Because I feel like the tweet was more like influential focused than
3: recommendations.
1: uh, Because I would not recommend Starcraft now. I just wouldn't. No, that that game is fizzled out real hard. The same with Pokemon Go. Like, do I think Pokemon Go is one of the most influential games of the decade? I do. But do I think? If you uh, haven't played it yet, you should play it now? No, I don't. Here, here's what
0: I said. What are some games that came out in the last decade that everyone should play? This doesn't necessarily mean your favorite or the highest rated games of the last 10 years.
1: Okay, so you, you phrased it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think a lot of fine. people immediately were just like, here are, here are all my favorite games that yeah. I've played yeah. in the last decade. Which when, is fair. Because you'd recommend yeah. But I would But
1: I would definitely cut StarCraft
2: yeah, too. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah. I am a We don't course.
0: need to go through all of those. No,
2: no, no. I was just kind of looking at it as a a list um <laughs> I am a har- i'm a.
3: I am a hardcore starcraft player and i would not i like starcraft too i think it's a great game but i mean like if we're picking 10 games i'd recommend somebody like so i don't know, Marvel versus versus capcom cut.
2: 2 that game's great but it also came out like 2001 <laughs> <2001? laughs> yeah so sorry that does not make the
0: list <laughs> um i have one then i want to question portal 2 uh wasn't portal 1 kind of the one that Blue people. I mean, Portal, Portal Two did as refines
1: well. everything that Portal does. Yeah, and Portal, Portal 2 takes everything Portal One did. Well, it. I don't. It doesn't matter the years. Yeah. I mean, for the list, it, Portal One's not eligible. But sure. like, I think Portal Two does everything that Portal One did, but better. I agree.
0: <laughs> so everyone wants Portal Two, except for me. I
1: mean,
2: we'll 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 see. We'll see. I can, okay. I, I can see it getting cut over other I, things, but I.
1: I can't imagine, like. Okay, so I've talked to Jordan about this. We were getting really irritated during the Half-Life Alex announcement because Jordan and I are both too young to have ever played Half-Life. Like, naturally, we would have had to go back and play it Mm because it came out, like, when we were, like, five years old.
2: Yeah, same. I never played the original Half-Life until years ago. you would have
1: had to go back in order to play it. And so... I we were getting irritated because it's like people are like you've never played half-life and it's like yeah i was in kindergarten like calm i down. saying that that's people were saying that so anyway i <laughs> don't want to do that with, i don't want to be like i can't i can't believe there are people who've never played portal 2 but i would say that like if you were gonna t- if you had never played a game in the 2010s for whatever reason if you were five when it came out or like whatever i would say portal 2 is such an important game this generation like couldn't imagine not recommending it. I mean, it is still great. I think it Portal, also holds up really well.
3: Yeah, it holds it's up really great. well. It's I, timeless. Mean, I
1: always like
2: I remember when Portal 1 came out, it was like that was the game that's like this is a great introduction to puzzle games to like the idea of playing in first person to someone who's never done it before yeah. because it's very like relaxed atmosphere, relaxed. Um. It can
1: be like low stress as far as yeah. like there's not a ton of stuff flying at you at so, so
2: like if I was to be like Someone's like, I kind of want to get into video games. What's a good video game? Something that's like not too complicated. I'd be like, a Portal's like a great, great yeah. entry point. It's like a fun puzzle game. It kind of teaches you the way to play. it. And like you said, I think Portal Two is better than Portal One in pretty mm-hmm. much every way. Yeah. Okay. It's also the last good game Valve made. I guess one that okay. I. I- I just, want to say, say? I just want Sports to say go. I
1: feel pretty strongly about it because Portal Two is the game that brought me back into games after a long time of not playing a lot of games. So I do feel oh, like yeah. like I didn't play a lot of games in the two thousands, and and so could have that effect on other people too. right? Yeah, like I Portal Two really brought me back in a huge way. Okay, I respect uh, that.
0: So I guess a game that I brought up that I got some uh, about was Hellblade. Uh,
2: well, I was just thinking. I mean, it's a great game, and I think it's a game that's worth playing. It's just it's a real it's a real intense game. I'm just I guess I'm thinking I was thinking more the
0: broader like can
1: well I want to hear the case for Hellblade. Can people play so my it? case
0: was that Hellblade is one of the few one of the only that I can think of like very sympathetic approach to mental illness and how it handles that and how the how the characters work. For me personally, that game had a huge effect on me, and I know a lot of people that had a huge effect on like I I have a lot of friends who always talk about why it's their favorite game, just because it spoke to them in so many different ways. And I think it is a game that shows how mature a video game can be and how understanding a video game can be. I think a lot of people, when they think of games, they think of Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. And it doesn't; those games, sure, you could argue sometimes they dig deeper, but I think this game really goes in interesting ways that many games
3: have never done before. I really uh like when i think about it in terms of like recommendations too like like what you said about you know if someone is like we're recommending to someone like look how far games have gotten Mm -hmm. to the point where it can it can speak to people on this level because you are interacting with it you know they're good movies and uh stuff and people talk about mental illness in very smart ways but uh for a game to portray that in a certain way is like if and if you've like if you're not if you haven't played hellblade and you play it and it's like oh damn this this is this is something something special and so i i can i can definitely see that argument in terms of like recommending to somebody like yo play play hellblade and i, I like combat system wise too it's not uh, it's not it's not a lot it's yeah it, it's i mean it you don't have to really dig deep into systems or whatever it's it's approachable uh is what i'll say uh, so you can you can get that experience of understanding who Senua is and the things that she's going through without having to fight through complex combat systems that, that still kind of evokes what action games are good at doing I mean, it's not the best um combat system i think but you know it's 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 serviceable to get you to the to the best parts of that game mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean it's an interesting one cuz like there are different mental illnesses right so like Senua's there's, it's that's it's about an extreme like psycho- case. It's about psychosis, right? Yeah. Um, like, I, I think, and I wouldn't necessarily put it on this list, but I think one of, hands down, the most important games of the decade in any genre for any reason is Depression Quest. I think that's like a, a more like, that's a wider net. I think, you know, Celeste tackles anxiety. I, I, Celeste did not speak to me in that way, even though I have very severe anxiety. Um, So I don't know if I would put Celeste on I, I don't know Celeste just didn't hit for me on that on that front um but Hellblade is an interesting one because you don't get a lot of representation about her particular issues I don't know I don't know on that one
3: we could put it like off to the side in terms of like
1: in consideration
3: we, yeah, we, we won't
0: cross it off like Dark yeah. Souls yeah. but It'd be
3: um, in consideration.
0: The Witness, that's another one that I put on here. I I think like I, I feel like it's either gotta be Portal Two or The Witness, and you guys made pretty good Portal Two arguments. Uh as much as I like The Witness, I think Portal Two probably makes more sense on a list like this.
1: I like the Witness a lot. Yeah, I really like but the Witness. I don't see why we can't have two puzzle games, but like
0: We could. It's just if we want to get it down to ten, I'm looking through Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like I, I would
1: I, definitely I, take Portal over The Witness, but I
3: I lo- I love The Witness. Yeah, The Witness is yeah. great and, too. but I mean, you yeah. know. there are
2: a lot of like really good puzzle games. Like you know, Din, I'd recommend and but
3: Cool, maybe it could be like in consideration. <laughs> in <laughs> I consideration. Know. I don't know. I mean, as as great as Witness is like yo that's, I like to think that I'm a I'm a smart person, right? I don't know. uh, but Yeah. Damn, that game is obstructive in some in some at some points. <sighs> yeah. I mean, not not that that is a until entirely Burner, yeah. entirely, yeah. Inter, like, entirely going to disqualify it but i mean you <laughs> i mean i could see someone like yo I, i'm just banging my head against the wall i don't get it and i'm like ah, uh, yeah sure all right um i don't know that that is that when, when i'm thinking about games i would recommend i do think about the uh like i don't know accessibility or the approachability like i said about mm-hmm. um hellblade also just like the approachability to the gameplay aspect to it and boy Games a lot, so yeah, know. it is. What about a um, amazing game though?
2: What about Rocket League? I think that's that's a, a great example of a game that, like, I'm not into Rocket League the way some people are in this office. Um, <laughs> 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 that was sounded more uh, like I was throwing <laughs> shade yeah, than I meant to, yeah, but uh, but just like I. I think that game is, like, such an easily approachable game. It's just, like, here, like, you understand how soccer works. Like, play it. And, like, I think the concept's so much fun. I think it's just, like, it's a really easy game for anyone to, like, just quickly give a try and, and you know, have a good time with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's also one of the few sports games that I feel like actually plays like a sports game should. Mm-hmm. Like, right? you're not call and play switching between characters and, and hitting a button and then you make it into the goal. It actually... I mean, not that those games don't require skill, but you are playing a player on this field, and it requires a ton of skill in order to hit yeah. the ball yeah. into the right. Yeah, it's, like,
3: it's an incredible distillation of what it's like to play sport. Yeah, I, soccer I, sport. The way
2: I describe it is like I feel like most sports games capture what it feels like to watch sports on tv like Uh they try and capture like the aesthetic of like
3: some of the strategic elements yeah but but also Mm.
2: even like the camera angles and like it's like the crowds yeah the crowds (laughs) and like the the graphics is like oh you're capturing the aesthetic of what sports look like on tv rocket league captures rocket league when i played it i was like oh this reminds me of like playing little league soccer in like middle school oh cute yeah Got my juice box, my my lunchable.
1: <laughs> I I could not get into Rocket League. That's because I played it on PC with mouse and keyboard.
3: <laughs> I, I started playing that game with mouse and keyboard too. I'm like, because mouse and keyboard is better than controllers. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I was like, ah, uh, this ain't it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that could be in, in consideration. Yeah. I, I could say so
2: I, that I, I don't need it to be to honest. Just, uh, we
0: have right now. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So in theory, we'd have to cut two. Mm-hmm. To make oh, this shit. list work as ten, I mean,
3: yeah. I guess you know, just, know, is it works. Is that is that all we're working with, or are we? Uh, I mean, to...
0: if people have more stuff, we can throw them out there.
3: Hey, Michael. I mean, uh, yeah, Persona Five. We haven't even mentioned
0: Yakuza yet.
3: Uh, I was gonna. <laughs> I, you know, I looked at my list of my favorite games in the 2010s, and I mean, I would. shit, Well, maybe I don't know. I said I. I uh, kind of because if we're approaching this as like something to recommend. Yakuza is kind of hard, unless it's just Zero, because... But of, that's the
2: one I'd recommend. Yeah. I'd say you play Yakuza Zero.
3: Yeah, I guess, I don't know, I can I doubt, can definitely get behind that, but can we convince the the jury? The it's jury. a hard
2: no from me. Uh, zero has the Cabaret Club minigame.
1: I do like the Cabaret Club minigame.
3: Ooh, still a hard no
0: from me.
1: I don't know if I would... Yeah, I don't know if I would... I don't, I don't yeah, anyone. I don't
0: know, it's a
2: tough one. If you're distilling it to 10, I, I, I get it, but... Just,
1: like, it's easier Oof. for me to, the Oof. further back in the decade I go, the easier it is to lock things in because sure, I'm thinking about the games I'm still thinking about, and that mm. would be Gone Home, Papers, Please. Like, right. Like, yeah. the fact that I still think about Papers, Please. Well,
0: Papers, Please was on mine as well before even. I think Papers, Please, that's a pretty safe one to lock in. Yeah. Would you guys agree?
1: Should we even talk about what Papers, probably talk about what it yeah. is. Papers, yeah, yeah. It's by it's by the creator. Sorry, it's by that. the creator of uh, Return of the Oprah Din, if you have heard of that game, because that was in our top ten last year. Lucas Pope. Lucas Pope. And it's about a fictional country called Arstotska. Um, and it's you're at the border and you are basically a border agent of this country, and it's like it has Soviet Air union kind of vibes. And you, the the game part of it is looking at somebody's papers and deciding whether they can be allowed in, and it's just excellent. Like the the sound design is so good. It's it's so smart. It's yeah. so smart. Yeah, it's like, genius. Game.
0: Yeah, it, without spoiling it, I think the directions it goes and the way it kind of sets you up for failure is very brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: it, it, w- the yeah, when it puts you in those positions, you you then because there's no. In many games we think about the optimal solution and like okay i'm gonna get like s rank in this thing so i'm gonna do the best possible i'm gonna complete all the objectives so i can get the highest ranking get the most experience points but like papers please is one of those games that you will always be put in a losing situation um and you don't know what the consequences are mm-hmm. so you and like, you get a lot of people who come up to your window and like yo my family's gonna die if you don't pass me through and i know that i'm missing this particular thing in my papers what do you do yeah it is wild and and it's
1: like are they lying to me or is it serious and then like you have your own at the end of every day in the game you have your own uh like the fact that i remember this game so vividly says everything to me because my memory is shit so (laughs) like at the end of the day you have your salary and like you kind of get stuff deducted from it based on your performance and then it'll show like if you kept the lights on hey
2: your kid got sick today yeah oh shit i got it detain more people and
3: it's not even about like me as a player getting them like the highest rank or whatever but it's like i only get so much money in the day and then do i spend it on heat or do i spend it on keeping the water running i think that's one of the variables yeah, and then you only no, have so yeah. much money to work with and then so you're kind of conflicted in do i help this person but that also means that i'm gonna get docked on my paycheck so i can't keep my kids alive or whatever and there are multiple endings to it too so it's not like uh, you have to like bang your head against the wall to get to the end. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever the whatever happens happens, and that's the result you you get with. And it's so unpredictable in that sense. And uh, even like the puzzle element of matching certain things, and just like even as someone who's looking at this and trying to see if their their particularly their particular papers are even valid. Is the puzzle within itself is challenging because, like, oh, I did—I missed that little seal that was supposed to be yeah. marked on there, and now I'm facing the consequences. Ah, oh, I'm a shitty worker now. It's
1: just—it's very powerful on several different levels. Yeah, the
3: more I'm talking yeah. about it, the more I'm reminded of because so, I haven't thought about Papers Please. In I'm while. for it.
1: Yeah.
0: Callie, you're
3: for it. Yeah.
0: Michael, you're for it. Jean-Luc, Hell
3: I'm yeah. for it. I'm, right. I
1: think it's a right.
0: very approachable, easy-to-play game. Right now, we've got Papers playing. Please and Undertale locked in. Portal
1: you, Two. I would lock Portal Two. Can we lock on Home?
3: Um, I like mean, I'm home. not opposed to it, but I would also just want to get Talk a refresher, refresher on what Gone Home uh,
0: I'm going to lock Portal 2 then. Yeah, I sure. think I think That's we safe. agreed on that. Uh, um, gone Home, you want to take it away since you uh picked that one?
1: Yeah, so I think part of the thing about Gone Home is that it kind of set off, not that it was the first game to do this, but it set off like the quote-unquote walking simulator kind of trend, and that was disparaged a lot. Um, And some games do it better than others. But I think Gone Home does it so brilliantly. Like, it's a very hard act to follow for those types of games. Um, So it's hard to talk about what... At this point, I think a lot of people have played... It's so hard to sell. Because I think part of the, the brilliance of Gone Home is that there's a lot of tension when you go into that house. So you're playing, like, you're returning from college... And you get home and your parents and your sister are gone and it's like raining and it has all these like horror tropes. Like it feels like, oh no, I'm going to be like going through this house and somebody's going to be dead. Something's going to be wrong. And you pick up little notes and like audio logs from your sister and the whole game I was playing it like I'm going to go find my sister committed suicide somewhere in this house yes absolutely the way that it sets that up is so brilliant like i i think it works incredibly well i think gone home was also very much a landmark for um more like queer representation in games and i think it's a really accessible approachable game that i mean you you see the uh the inspirations in a lot of newer games too oh, like
0: totally even like uh seeing uh, uncharted 4 had a sequence that felt very much like gone home mm-hmm. and playing through that and i think even actually maybe this didn't happen but but i feel like when mike and i visited fulbright uh in oregon we asked them about it and they were like yeah it is pretty nuts to see that something we did a couple years ago with our small little team naughty dog is like not ripping off but like paying homage to it
1: yeah yeah
3: um, yeah, you see, you see the you see the influence of it everywhere, whether it's uh, overt or not. Like it, it's there. So and I, I love like quote unquote walking simulators. Yeah, I love too. like Stanley Parables. Lit, oh, oh, that's one, so one so of good. My Stanley favorite. Parables, so um, good. <laughs> but yeah, like that that um, the interaction with your environment and like I mean environmental storytelling, oh. I guess isn't really that. That's part of the equation, mm-hmm. um, but like your your discovery in this world where there's no necessary conflict is, yeah, uh, yeah. like he, gone home is the one that did it the best. Uh, also one of the first that did it in yeah. that style. So
1: it was such a tough act to follow that there's like not a lot of games that really hold a candle to it in mm-hmm. that regard. I, I think that's agree. a testament to what gone home, gone home did. I also think like the conflict being internal at the time was such an inventive concept. Mm-hmm. Like, that was still a time where we were talking about, like, like our non-violent games games. games yeah, like, yeah. that was the discussion. We're, like, and way
3: past that shit now. Yeah,
1: we're so far past that, which is amazing. And Gone Home did that. Like, Gone yeah. Home, like, took that question and was, like, yeah. up yours. So, yeah. I don't know. And that game's, like, an
2: hour long.
1: It's super easy to play through. And, like, it's the perfect length. Like, it is, yeah. it is just...
2: Like I, I remember that Top game notch. so well, and I played it like, God, what? One day to come out like 2012
1: 2000? or 2013. Yeah, I played it. I played, I played it like 12 or 13.
2: You know, at this point, what? Like seven years ago. And again, it was like an hour, but I still remember that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super well. Just because if I, yeah, I think I don't have much to say other than I agree with everything you guys all said.
0: Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm for locking that in then. Cool. Uh. This is going well. I'm gonna cut the witness. I think. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, since we decided on Portal Two, uh, as much as I do like that game, I think uh, Portal Two might be a better one to go with. Mm-hmm. Next on the list is Breath of the Wild.
2: I, I don't. I can't argue against that.
3: Oh I, yeah, I don't have any special attachment to it though. Like I don't either. I, I played, a, I guess, a good amount of it, um, but I mean, I, I, I loved loved it a lot, and I could see it uh, how it's like the the biggest departure for zelda which is one of the most like wildest like best game series of all time uh and all that and i definitely when i talk about immersive sims too like breath of the wild yeah. smartly incorporates a lot of those things and i talk about how the immersive sims more or less like died off but and then dispersed itself into other games breath of the wild is like ashes the, went everywhere yeah <laughs> and then it fell into hyrule and it like how out know. came breath of the wild which is wild, like which is dope um, I don't know I just I get it but it didn't yeah, it didn't th- click with me I
0: think I'm in the same boat where it was like for me I put it when I, we were, when I was coming up with what I talk about I put it in the list that I think makes a lot of sense for Breath of the Wild to be here but for me personally I don't think it connected with me as much as it did to so many other people mm-hmm.
3: um, and they're not on this podcast so ha ha yeah, so, so we're half and half looks like we're gonna have to come <laughs>
0: back to Breath <laughs> of the Wild Breath of the Wild's cut and no, I'm just kidding, no, kidding. It, it's
2: funny though because like I agree as well Like I also like I Really love that game, but for whatever reason it didn't it didn't like stick in my heart the way it did with others. But I, it's also like a game I would easily recommend to anybody. Like yeah, without I hesitation. Like, if like someone's just, just buying a Switch, the oh, first sure. thing I'll say is buy Breath just of the Wild. Just because it isn't my favorite game of all time, it's like absolutely something that I'd be like, Yes, play Breath of the Wild. You should absolutely play it. hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I mean I think it's just so smart in the the way it I mean, that game is all about the joy of discovery. Like every at every turn in that game, you are experimenting. You're trying something new. You're finding something you didn't realize you could do. Um, I mean, I'm happy to re- revisit it, mm-hmm. but I know that like that is just like the second I recommend anything, like the like if uh, my my parents' friend like was over oh, during Thanksgiving and he got his kid a Switch. And I was like, oh, well, I know which games you should get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Depends that,
2: on their age. You'd be like Mario. Deadly Premonition. Yeah. yeah. Deadly <laughs> Premonition on Switch. There
4: was,
0: there was actually a couple Deadly premonitions I, don't, I don't doubt it. I just it thought and, about uh, it up, <laughs> but I was like, eh, nah, I won't do that. <laughs> nah, I'm,
2: I'm but
0: right. yeah, I think that's the thing about Breath of the Wild is that it it's hmm. a, it, it's impossible not to recommend to people just because... Even though, like I said, it may have not connected to me, seeing how it connected with so many people and how passionate people are about that game, it's, I, I can't, in my right mind, if someone was asking, like, what are the, what are the most influential games of this decade, or what are the games I should play from this past decade, I'd have to say Breath of the Wild. Like, I can't, I can't picture a response where I wouldn't say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, like, I mean, I was obsessed with that game when it came out, um, and I played it quite a bit. Um... Yeah, to me that game is just like, even if it didn't like connect with you, like this is what makes it different from like Death Stranding. Like Death Stranding, if it didn't connect with you, like you would not recommend it, right? All right. Whereas Breath of the Wild, even if you didn't like get into it as get as into it as other people, you're still going to be like, no, but that's a fantastic game though yeah yeah um, uh, with uh, some th- exceptions everybody's different but like yeah. I, I feel sure. like at our office that's kind of the the tone yeah but
0: weapon durability
3: no, <laughs> so so like <laughs> in support of that though uh coming in from the perspective of recommending too uh, Breath of the Wild is like no matter what direction you go it, it like goes back to what y'all were saying about discovery and you mm. always find something and it's not like like oh, I'm stuck in this game I don't know where to go it's like in Breath of the Wild well the world is your oyster and mm. you'll find it anywhere so the the recommendability aspect is like so much easier with that game so it's not like i don't know like doom doom is a completely different game but like if you hit your, like there's one way through doom yeah and that's you kill the monsters get to the next area mm-hmm. but in breath of the wild is like you know you, there's no path for you to follow and i that maybe that turns some people off to it's like i just want to play what's given to me but yo like, and i think about someone who may not play that many games or like a kid or someone who just absolutely loves games because there's so many people here who are real ass gamers you <laughs> know, love breath of the wild so i see it um being very good for any type of person who's looking for something so you know i damn I, i'm fighting for games i don't even want on this list I know.
1: <laughs> well, it's so also, got, well, that's the
3: beauty of games man yeah <laughs> we've got five
0: now we've got papers please portal 2 gone home breath of the wild undertale oh okay and we have
1: i like that undertale was so obvious we didn't even talk about i it. know
0: yeah <laughs> and we don't need to it's I mean, perfect. Yeah, I yeah, should
3: be playing yeah. it.
2: Awesome.
3: Um,
0: so, should I just go to the next game? We can talk about whether or not it should be on the list, or should we maybe <clears> talk <throat> about games that should be cut?
1: I, I would think? say we could lock Bloodborne. I feel like that was oh, sure. pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: Bloodborne is pretty obvious.
1: Yeah. We already talked about it. I don't know how I'm, you am I'm
0: all it. for locking Bloodborne. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I thought we were dreaming. I think it
0: makes a lot of sense because, like, sure, Dark Souls and Demon Souls influenced basically created an entire genre, but. I would probably point people to Bloodborne if I if they were saying like what's a good souls like game or what what's the like I wouldn't say Star Wars I wouldn't say like any of these I'd say Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. Bloodborne is the one th- to go for because
3: yeah. yeah. I think it it's the best representation. Yeah. I I feel like it's the best representation of that style of game and it's it's not necessarily just because of the difficulty but uh I like when I when I think about Dark Souls and I think about Bloodborne just like getting my hands on Bloodborne feels so much more it just Mm -hmm. makes a lot more sense there's a lot there are less things to less variables to think about with bloodborne and it kind of distills the best parts of that Soulsborne genre Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um, i mean there's still like oh what weapon are you gonna pick and things like that and but i mean it's just it's so much more so much so much more of a clean experience
2: the only flaw i think that game has is that it runs kind of like ass um, the PS4. <laughs> oh,
3: for real? I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Like I that is a game that, yeah. that I'm like. They didn't do a Pro update either, right? No,
2: it was right before the Pro came out. Cut it. <laughs> so it like. That is a game. I'm. I don't even. I don't need a remaster. I just need like a PC port. A port that <laughs> like runs at a stable frame be rate. Wild. That's dude. literally all That'd I need. That'd be wild.
3: Yeah. But yeah, Bloodborne is probably the best representation. I mean, maybe years down the line we'll th- think about Sekiro as the as the top one. But maybe, maybe yeah, that's a the, little too the, recent. The
1: 2019 games are kind of hard because I'm thinking Disco Elysium.
0: It's one of my favorite games of the decade. Disco Elysium is definitely. Disco my Elysium
1: was like one of my like. Did you see that tweet going around that was like, "What are your top five non-AAA games mm-hmm. of yes. the decade?" That was and a really
2: hard list to come up with. That
1: was so hard. And Gone Home wasn't even on my personal list because I was thinking about like Hotline Miami and Dead Cells and stuff that like I wouldn't necessarily put on a list like this. It was so hard. I had like t- like ten yeah. games that put were like, like Fez on it, Lockins, and- like Stardew Valley was on mine, and and Disco Elysium was on mine, and I I would consider. I I want to nominate Disco League.
4: You can
3: put it <laughs> you put in the it. in the in consideration. I yeah, know.
1: but anyway, I'm complicating things more. But <laughs> okay, um,
3: uh,
0: okay. Well, moving along then. Final Fantasy 14. I already said my piece. I
3: think I don't, it, I don't, you don't you know, think we should there, have it. There's another one of my bullshit that I would actually fight for instead. I mean, oh, actually, no, that's uh, fine. I I, I yeah. said
2: what I thought, but
3: in my heart, it is the one of the most important games of the decade. But uh, you know, I'm not I mean, gonna, I'm not going to make any headway here. No. So. I didn't I, put
0: Witcher 3 on mine either, even yeah. though that was like... It oh. pained I mean, me. It pained like, me. But why but, not, though? Because I think that would be a weird game to recommend right off the bat because I think... I, I, I feel like it's hard to get into if you haven't played 1 or 2, if you don't know backstory. Uh, while I'd say 3 is the best one at introducing to you to those characters and filling you in, there's still a lot that you kind of don't really yeah, get off like texting right away.
1: Jake like, who is Dandelion? Oh, what's no. what's going on with that?
3: Yeah, there's like... A, it, I think about so many people who haven't played Witcher 1 and 2 and just absolutely love 3. That's true, and that's how
0: I was, to be fair. Like, yeah. I didn't play 1 or 2. I played 3, but it took me like 20 hours before I really got into before it. Before it clicked for you. Before it yeah. clicked. And I think <laughs> a lot of... Like, I, I don't want to say it's a hardcore RPG because there's a lot of people who be like, no, there are way more hardcore RPGs than The Witcher 3, and they simplified a bunch of stuff from 1 and 2. But I think that that game is way more of an RPG than like Skyrim or something like that. Like which is an RPG, cool. but it's yeah. it's it's easier to recommend to people. Yeah. Um Damn.
3: That's what's up. <laughs> like I, I
0: think if you're listening to this, you haven't played The Witcher Three, you should absolutely hundred percent play it.
1: And I have not put my favorite game of the decade, Stardew Valley, on this list. <laughs> Even though I think it is the most perfect game ever made. And I love it so much. <laughs> Stardew Valley is uh,
3: why? why would I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I could see Stardew Valley being like, yo, here you take care of farms. Harvest Moon was back then, but this is the best version of that style now.
1: I, I mean, like, with the games we're talking about now, I I don't know if I could make... Because, like, when I'm thinking about, like, r- games I'm going to recommend, I'm thinking about, like, really impactful stuff. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: like Stardew, I guess Stardew is about escaping capitalism, and I like that. If somebody just asked me, Callie, hey, Callie, what's your favorite game right now? Yeah. And I'd be like, it's still Stardew Valley. I think about Stardew Valley all the time. I love it so much.
3: SDV. That
1: is, it is the culmination of everything I've been wanting for my whole <laughs> life. <Yeah>. But, um... <laughs> I don't know if I would fight for it for like okay. that.
3: That's what's up.
2: I would want it because, like, if I was to, my game would be like Mass Effect Two,
1: so not Mass Effect Two on. Oh, a lot of people
0: said Mass Effect Two, but I would
2: argue like play the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. that like was the I, issue. I, I think, that I ran but I would into. almost count, mm. I don't know the,
0: <laughs> the
2: the trilogy box set came out 2012. <laughs> Buy the There's trilogy
3: fucking... box
1: because to yeah, me, yeah, that would be like recommending the orange box. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like no, no, not Portal Two or Half Life no, Two. No, no. Just get okay, the orange box. It, it's
2: like. For example it's like recommending the lord of the rings trilogy you don't just say yeah oh, you should just watch return of the king right. or you should just watch two towers which is my favorite i'd be like no you should watch no the lord of the rings 100%. so it's like you should play mass effect because i think that is one of the few games that have like i don't know they like they like as a trilogy like it's so yeah. like people still Remastered talk about ea i I have yeah, a suggestion people still talk about they still want it to be remastered even after Andromeda flopped people are still like more mass effect we want it like it 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 matters so much to people I think it's
0: just
1: yeah I want that remaster so
2: bad <laughs> I don't know I yeah. think it's still I think that shit still holds up
0: I have a so suggestion well. then how about we add so we'll go through this 10 and then we'll add in our personal
1: Ooh, favorites of the
0: decade okay. And then that way, our listeners, if they
3: haven't played it, they can be like, oh, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to check yeah. out the because Mass Effect they're, trilogy. they're such
1: big fans. They stan all of us so much. And then yeah. we, we all
3: we all have very diverse gaming backgrounds. So yeah. you know you get a good variety. And if listeners identify with one of us more than the other, then they'll get I that. I think
1: we all already said ours, though. We can, probably yeah. we already on did. On we can, we can
0: like Witcher 3, Final Fantasy, Mass Effect, and Stardew Valley. <laughs> 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 yeah, there <It> is. <laughs> That's right, that. Well, Let's continue then. Uh, I think this is going to be you, Dishonored One, Dishonored Two, no Dishonored. Uh, sh- I am with you. I think Dishonored.
3: I just don't know which one. But yeah, I, you I don't know don't which, know one, which either. one either. I I love to like the refinements and playing as Emily in Dishonored Two was. A lot of fun. And some of those missions, there's a clockwork mansion. Yeah. Okay, clockwork mansion. And the, the slab. Slap in the i we'll <laughs> slab in the crack. Crack in <laughs> the slab. Crack like, in there's the some, slab. There's, uh, I talked about how Dishonored is so good about fusing level design with the things that you can do and the things that you're supposed to do. But man, Dishonored 2 has like some. It, it, man, man. Right man some of those I levels are so wild and so creative, so good. Um, that I would almost and, and like the thing too about Dishonored two is that you don't necessarily have to play one, yeah. Because uh, two starts off with such a bang that it's like okay, I can I can pick up this drama right here and now and then go from there. That's um, true. You do lo- lose a little bit of the connection of like who Corvo is and what his deal is and the whole thing about going to Karnica, uh, uh and stuff like that. But man, it's, oh, Dishonored two is such a, I mean, you almost like such a fine game
2: because it, really it's like hey, play one. And then go play, go play the others after. If
3: I recommend one, does that also <laughs> like, account for Dunwall, the, Knife of Dunwall, because that DLC oh, is yeah. damn fine, too. Oh, yeah.
2: Knife of Dunwall <laughs> should have been its own standalone thing.
3: Knife of Dunwall's cool. I, I
0: think Personally, I think I like Dishonored 1 more, oh, really? but once again, that is personally, like I think 2 is probably a better game, but I have fonder memories of 1, and True. I had a lot more fun with 1, I think, but I also had a lot of time to play it, Yeah. and that was like the only game I bought for a couple months, and I was having a heck of a yeah, time picking like,
3: through everything
0: like, what awesome. does Lucy
1: with... like more
0: oh that's a good question just to
1: represent the I podcast think, I, think I think Lucy likes, likes... one more Lucy oh, really? loves she does. Dishonored she like, I, what I would you say Dishonored.
0: I think she likes one more but I don't know John luc is saying maybe she likes two more I thought I maybe she, she liked did a, two more she
3: did a feature on the reason why I think about I associate uh, Lucy with Dishonored yeah. is because she did that feature <laughs> I remember during Game of the Year for that
2: I said, <laughs> I thought Dishonored 1 was still better than 2, and I got some fucking stink eyes from people. So. Oh, for real? <laughs> Really? I mean, well, uh,
3: in, in that case, I think that the, the the more encompassing suggestion would be Dishonored 1. Uh, and I think Because
2: that, there's the expectation that they're going to play it, and then they're going to be like, well, they will play two, and then they'll go play 2. Yeah, <laughs> right? uh, yeah so I dis- think
1: Dishonored yeah. 1 makes sense in this context. Whereas, like, Portal 1 versus Portal 2... I'd recommend, case. I would almost recommend
2: yeah. I, I think you could just play Portal 2 without You would Portal need to 1. play Portal 1
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, um, are we allowed to say the F word on here now? No,
2: kind kind of. We kind got of. a new room I've done it twice now, I'm
0: so sorry We got,
3: we got a new room, so fuck it <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: my gosh Okay, we already talked about Hellblade a little bit I'm, I'm
2: disappointing Callie, I'm so sorry
0: We can come back to that because we haven't talked about The Last of Us at all yeah. Ooh, Which is a game That we ended up we didn't put in our 20 most influential games, no matter how hard I fought for it. And this is my goddamn podcast, so we're putting the last of us on this list.
2: <laughs> I, to be fair, I it's think
3: a that very is different... The list of us. It's
2: different between influential and recommended. Yeah, like, I, I highly recommend it. That
0: is one of the most powerful games I've ever played. I think the yeah. way it develops its characters, the way it builds that relationship, the way it ends, the way it solves that weird issue, and I'm not going to use that word because that word sucks... Um,
4: oh.
0: But how it solves that issue of like, oh man, the player is killing way too many people, but then in the cutscene, he's like, ooh, it's happy-go-lucky dude. I think the Last of Us is, yeah. is still one of the few games that really solved that. Mm-hmm. And it did it beautifully, and I think gruesomely, too.: gruesomely mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably it was a better beautiful But it, it is
3: gruesome man, because um, man. That like, I was... still
0: think about that game all the time. and I think when, like I said with "Breath of the Wild," when someone gets a PS4, Sorry.
2: Sorry, I forgot about Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) No, I was actually going to bring that up at some point because I was like, (laughs) none of them have said Red Dead yet. Um, Sorry, continue, Jake.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: But like with Breath of the Wild, uh, David Amati can actually attest to this because he was like, he he works at GameSpot. He he was like, I'm getting a PlayStation. What should I get? And I was like, Last of Us, you should get the Last of Us. But whenever someone gets a PlayStation 4, I always say Last of Us should be the game you play because I think it is phenomenal. Also, oh, sorry. And, I well, I guess one more thing. I love the new God of War game, but I think Last of Us does that relationship better. That's what I, I was going to say.
1: wholeheartedly agree. As much,
0: like, I think God of War is a fantastic game, and I don't want to put that game down at all, but when when I'm looking at if I'm going to recommend God of War to someone or The Last of Us, it is The Last of Us 10 out of 10 times.
3: Yeah. I think the, the the complexities of Last of Us kind of, I mean, maybe they they stick with me a little bit more because... Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, it Yeah. That's what Last of Us is <laughs> I mean, a little
2: less clean I than God also, of War. Is a, and I, I like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah.
1: The reason I like almost died and said Red Dead Redemption is because I wanted to say that The Last of Us has one of the best game endings, in my opinion. I think the ending is so good. That's yeah, very good. And that's why I thought of Red Dead Redemption, because I think that game has the perfect ending. Uh, so, Red Dead 1, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I would recommend Red Dead 1 over Red Dead 2 10 out at- of 10 times. Yeah.
0: I okay. think I would too. Um, but I, I mean, yeah. The yeah, Last guess.
1: of Us, I think, is like everything Jake said. Like it really handles the. I'm not going to say it. Just,
0: don't say it. If anyone says it on this podcast. I, 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 I'm actually. I don't
1: know. You don't I, know what, what. It's not. It's, 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 it's a it's, word? It's two words.
0: It's two words. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John
1: trying Luke to, I'm is trying to, trying to whisper mouth it. it. it
0: Anyway, I have no idea what I'll tell you after. Okay, Uh, tell me after. But
1: anyway, you can you can
0: say the F word, but not that
1: (laughs) the way it. uh,
0: I feel bad for the listeners who probably have no idea what we're talking about. The
1: way it addresses like the actions you're doing versus. Oh, I know the word. (laughs) I know
3: the pair of words.
1: The phrase. Yeah. So, I mean, that is that was really important at the time. And I, I yeah, I would say that like not many games do it well. Have done it that well since.
3: Yeah. I, this this is, and also,
1: I love zombies.
0: This is, a, this is a, a little bit of an aside, but did you know that they focus tested that ending and most people did not like that ending? And they're like, that that's they the one. <laughs> and the directors were like, too bad. We like this ending and we think it makes the most sense. They yeah, went with it. That's, uh, that's important. Them. And yeah. man, thank God, because I can't imagine so so right, this, 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 is a, this is, look, but I can't imagine Sony pushing it, them to follow. Things, yeah, right? I almost yeah. pushing them to follow like what focus tests say, but. yeah. I'm you're, so happy they just
3: went with their gut and they're I'm just like trying
2: to imagine what a focus tested ending would even be. Yeah, I, I, I don't
3: know, and I don't think you're supposed to like the ending, like or yeah, you're like not it in the sense good of about you it. feel. Yeah, you're not supposed to yeah, feel I good mean, I, about it. That's, I, like
1: it because I think it is narratively masterful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but,
3: it, it all makes sense. Like so
1: it's yeah. a gut punch.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it it makes sense. Like in, in terms of like zombie stuff, like because I'm not big into like zombie stuff, mm-hmm. so I was kind of like ah, I don't know if I'm gonna jump into Lasso. So I just played it, and it's the zombie stuff is almost
1: it's secondary it's
3: secondary to what like this game is really about
1: i mean i love zombie fiction Uh i watched the walking dead for way too long (laughs) i like i'm super about that and that's definitely not what the game is about that's just what drew me to it right
2: so um, also not often talked about but i feel like that game has one of the most
0: unique soundtracks mm -hmm. i was about to bring that up i still listen to that soundtrack soundtrack today because soundtrack is excellent damn uh okay, so we've got eight locked in now, and we still have Hellblade, Rocket League, Disco Elysium, and Red Dead on the list. So we've got space for two more.
2: Can I can I talk about Life is Strange
0: and just say okay, well, I'll, I'll add Life is Strange. If if we think uh Hellblade should be cut, I am not that. If Life is Strange doesn't that. make the list, that's okay. I just wanna at least
2: say talk why, about I, it. why I like that game. Okay. Go. On. Oh shoot, okay. Uh <laughs> what's here, John Luper? Right uh, well for me I think in terms of cap When you think of, like, the... I think it is the best of the um, Telltale-style games. Uh, First off, mechanically, the way it kind of solves that problem uh, or makes it more interesting by, like, it has the... For those who don't know, the point of the game is that your character, Max, has the ability to, like, manipulate time very Mm -hmm. briefly. And it, it does this really cool thing where any major choice you make, you can see the initial way that choice plays out but then, at any point, you can rewind time and pick a different choice. And it, it's not like you can rewind back to the very beginning of the game, but it it lets you at least see the initial way that choice played out. And you're mm. like, "Oh, okay, I hate that. I'm gonna pick this other one." <laughs> then you're like, "I hate that too." And then you kind of have to pick which one you, you like the most. <laughs> and then even if you pick the one that you did like, it's like, okay, it was it it worked out for you in those first five minutes, but then five minutes later, it doesn't work out. What I like about that game, though, is that I think it just this is very personal, I guess, but, like, I, it really, for me, it, I really identified with the character of Max, and, like, the way she behaves, like, reminded me a lot of myself, and I know it, it's weird. It I, There's a lot of people that say they feel like that dialogue is very cringy. Mm-hmm. I It actually felt very realistic to me. Like, I know people who talk like that in high school. Um, like, I knew... Like I don't know. Like I just thought it was like the most well written group of teenagers. Um, the way it portrays uh, like dysfunctional families. The main character's um, friend Chloe has a dad who died, and she lives with her like shitty stepdad who sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like about her mom basically just her mom just wants their family to be together so she kind of ignores how much her step-husband like sucks because she is just very like i want to just kind of identify and like i just i just want our family to be whole and i know people who've been in that exact oh, same a very, situation very it's real a thing very real thing and it's it's portrayed in a way that i've never seen um a game do with like i think a level of Subtlety in, in its smaller moments. I mean, I, you know, I, people kind of make fun of the like, go fuck your selfie lines and, and dumb it's the stuff one like that. I was that. thinking of, yeah. Um, but again, I knew someone who would actually talk like that, like <clears throat> straight up. <throat> and they sucked. Like those people suck. I don't know. I just think that something about that way that game story all comes together, like, hit me harder than, like, The Walking Dead one did, which mm-hmm. before then was, like, my, my benchmark in terms of, like, impactful storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that game has a lot of great queer representation as well. Um, I haven't played Life is Strange 2 yet, so I can't comment on that game or if, how, if it does any of that better or not. But at least for me, like, Life is Strange 1 is, like, a very special game, personally, that, um, I don't know, it, like, it just, it clicked. It, it, it's everything that, like, Telltale was trying to do and did do well, but I think they just like outclassed him in every way. Mm. And um, oh, that game is very special to me. Oh. And it's like it's an easy recommend to me. If you're like, I should try like a narrative type, I'd be like, play Life is Strange. Like that's the one I'd recommend.
1: Dang.
0: Yo, it's pretty good. I know, I haven't
1: yeah. I haven't played it. I can't. I haven't
0: played it either. I played definitely the first two chapters.
2: I, I mean, not everyone's gonna like it. I, I think yeah. it, it, there are definitely people who are gonna are gonna bounce off of the dialogue.
1: I mean, and that's that doesn't matter and nobody's gonna there's nothing that every single person <laughs> yeah,
3: will yeah uh i did want to make a case for something that's not on the list yet so yeah. i don't know for what it's worth do it, <laughs> right. what is it persona 5 uh i i, I mean there's shit where do i, where do I begin with that because like uh, i mean for me the reason why i argued so hard for it in 2017 was because it was representative of how it, like You're put in situations where you actually have the power to make, to change the things that are shitty about that world. And I don't have that power. We don't necessarily have that power within us right now. But to have a game represent the things that we hate so dearly (laughs) in this world and to have a group of characters fight against that and also change that was probably the thing that connected with me the most also while looking cool as shit to the (laughs) to the dope the most fire soundtrack i've ever heard in a game yeah and it's also you know if i like for me to recommend persona 5 to someone is also uh me recommending them to follow the path of anime Uh, because that's how influential (laughs) it was for me yeah like real talk i mean uh, I'm just being real with you, and don't worry. I played through Persona Five, yeah, and it didn't—it sure. didn't convince me to follow the path of anime. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did oh, like it a lot. You
2: though. know, what? now that I think uh, yeah. about it, boy. <laughs> when I really got into Persona Four in high school, I think that's when I started to really get into anime. So yeah. You know so I mean, shit. But I, mean, I never it, thought about that. It's
3: also way. the. I see it as, as someone who's like, I wasn't really into anime back in the day, but I played JRPGs day one. That was my thing. The very first game I played was Super Mario RPG, then Final Fantasy Six, and then Chrono Trigger. When I played Final, uh, Persona 5, it was like, this is the embodiment of all the JRPGs that I've ever loved and known. Also, the, the life sim elements that I didn't necessarily get because I didn't play visual novels. And you get the best of both worlds in that game. Uh, like gameplay wise on top of the styles on top of the music that you're going to like whether you like that game or not you're going to be listening to that soundtrack I dead ass you will be listening <laughs> to that soundtrack uh, and it follows through on its message too because a lot of the uh, RPGs kind of I mean well I mean a lot of them are choice based too but um Persona 5 is a case where it puts its foot down and says, this is our message and we're not going to, like, we're not going to give you a century. We're not going to go right down the middle. We're not going to leave things ambiguous. And, you know, it says, Nah, we're about this life and we're going to do it. And these, this this group of teenagers, these group of high school students are going to, like, fucking do it. Uh, so it's it's bold as hell.
0: and Especially for a Japanese game, too, right? Yeah.
3: I mean, I mean yo
0: yo yo like because a lot of that goes right against their their cultural
3: norms right at least from what i've heard yeah and like the prevailing message is like the 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 being afraid to be different or to do things differently or to like stir up trouble and like how that how that pays off narratively is fucking wild i Uh,
2: uh, i would also say kind of go off where you were saying like even though it's it's I feel like at times people are like, oh, it's kind of hard to recommend Persona because it's like a 90 hour game. I would say I think it is the like perfect gateway to JRPGs.
3: Oh, yeah. And that yeah. like
2: I did not like JRPGs that much mm-hmm. for the longest time until I played Persona 4. And it's like, hey, you don't like real time combat? Like, well, cool, play this game because this game is like real time combat, but it's like way more flashy and so much more than turn Turn-based, turn
3: yeah. Sorry, turn-based. Yeah, there's a sense of momentum because you think of turn-based, like, ah, oh, it's a slog. But the, the, the style isn't just there to look cool. It also induces that sense of momentum when you're going from battle to battle uh, and in between school life yeah. and, like, dungeon crawling and all that stuff. Yeah, it, so, it like, was... every corner of that game is, like, thought of and is exciting and makes you want to play through it even if you're, like, watering plants with Haru or you know, reading books in a library with Makoto or like eating hamburgers to boost up your stats, like dog, like I, there's never another game. I just wanted to live in besides persona Four golden. But like, yeah, I, and it it was like a hundred hours, but like all JRPGs are a hundred. It is long,
0: but I think that's okay. But let's come back to that. Kelly, I want to hear what you have to say about red dead redemption, because you actually played that what last year, a little over a year ago. And my first thought was like, oh, maybe that game's a little too dated, but you played it recently and you loved it and mm-hmm. it is one of my favorite games of all time too. Uh, so I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it is, it's definitely one of my favorite games I've ever played. I think the ending is perfect. Um, and there's just something really powerful to me about how that game handles like futility. Like-
0: The American dream? Like, you, you,
1: well, yeah, but just like, Setting out to do something and it just not working, like not being able to do it. And I think a lot of games give you the power to do incredible things and do things you didn't expect you could do. Um Red Dead Redemption really resonated with me because that game is about not being able to do the things that you set out to do. And I don't know, it, like...
0: It's hard not to spoil.
1: <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, like... Like, you start out and it's like your objectives are pretty simple, and then you you find one person, and the Pinkertons are like, "Oh, actually, you need to find you know, this other person." And then, you know, you they're, they're, you're kind of on this wild goose chase. Like mm-hmm. throughout the game, I think you you're like, "Okay, I I did what I was told to do," and then the government essentially is like, "Well, you didn't. We got a new job for you." And it's, um, I guess that sounds pretty. Depressing when you put it that way, but I really, I just like that. I just, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to phrase it because it's not like a, not like I needed to be depressed any more yeah. than I already am. But I, um, I, I just like it when, when games kind of tell you no. I think that's why I like Undertale too. It's mm-hmm. like when a game like kind of fucks with you and like red dead does not do that in any way shape or form like undertale does but like that game is just like you thought you were getting a cowboy fantasy fuck you
3: yeah
0: yeah i mean Um, I, i just to add to what you're saying too i think red dead redemption is like the the best game rockstar has ever made in terms of what they typically go for like all their games are about the pursuit of happiness the 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 lie of the american dream and all that kind of stuff freedom and freedom and i think red dead does that the best um because of like the ending and stuff and, and what it what it says about i don't want to get too into it but like what it says about uh the united states and and freedom like you were saying I, I think it has a lot of
3: powerful messages it says a lot about the foundation upon which the united states was built upon
0: yes yes so, we are running out of time. I have a compromise. Ooh. What if we put Persona 5 and Red Dead as the last two?
3: Oh. Call it. <laughs>
0: that sounds good to me. What do you think? I mean, we still yep. have, on the list, we still have Rocket League, Disco Elysium.
1: I would cut Rocket League right off the bat.
0: And Hellblade, which yeah. I'm okay with cutting Hellblade. I'm okay as much as much I love Rocket. that game.
2: I'm trying to think of this. I mean... I was gonna say if I if I can't think of anything, then I guess it wasn't worth putting on the, yeah. the list. Is
0: that um, okay? Just because I want to move
2: on
3: to listener questions. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, gr- this is like we, unofficial. Our, this
2: is unofficial. I think we all. Got yeah. to it.
3: But, I think but also, you
1: should play Disco Elysium because yeah, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Speaking
3: <laughs> of speaking about games about capitalism and the fucked up things in this world and being able to do something about it, or maybe not do anything about it. Well, the world the world is also your oyster. Yeah, so we got Persona
1: Five and Red Dead two on both different spectrum. sides of the same coin. Okay, so before we
3: move on, I'm going to read off what we've decided
0: on. Papers, Please, Portal 2, Gone Home, Breath of the Wild, Undertale, Bloodborne, Dishonored, The Last of Us, Red Dead Redemption, and Persona 5.
1: That's a that nice is, list. That's a
3: heck of a list. Yeah, if y'all you, you ain't gamers by now, you will be gamers once you play our top 10 recommended <laughs> games of the decade. <laughs> Unofficial. 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 Hey.
0: Unofficial. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into questions before we wrap this up. Uh, Callie, do you want to take the first one?
1: Sure. Hey all, Jeffrey from Nashville here. So this is, uh, uh is this is Jeff who wrote in with your tweet to your tweet about the um.
0: Games? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Sorry. Uh... I did not articulate that well at all. <laughs> Anyway, first time, long time kind of thing, but wanted to ask the following questions for the week in honor of the upcoming holidays. One, what are your favorite holiday albums? Mine is probably the Charlie Brown Christmas album. I seem to remember a tweet from Mike Maharty praising it a while back. But every year I look forward to putting that on and wrapping presents or other holiday activities. Two, what are your favorite holidays or holiday events and games? I remember playing Harvest Moon 64 and getting excited each time a seasonal holiday came around. I also really enjoyed the first time I saw the snow in San Andreas on GTA Online. Oh. which is... Isn't San Andreas supposed to be L.A.? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, great work on all you do and happy holidays to each of you and the rest of your staff. I hope it's a time of joy around those you love. Jeff. Oh, happy holidays, Jeff.
3: Happy holidays, Thank you. Yeah. Jeff, from Nashville.
1: What a, what a um. Cool I don't dude. really have a holiday album. I mean, I would yeah. listen to like Feliz Navidad and like, I don't know, my parents had like a holiday mix that we would u- play to right. like decorate mm-hmm. the Christmas tree, but I don't have specifics. I will say it's not Christmas unless you're watching the SpongeBob Christmas special. Oh, this Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. That's a jam.
2: That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah.
3: That's what's up. That's uh,
1: all
3: I got. I I really like uh, Bad Religion's uh, Christmas songs uh, album. I think they dropped <laughs> that in 2013. I think, but Bad Religion is like one of my favorite bands of all time. And of course, I mean, if you're familiar with them, I mean, the name kind of says it. They're, uh, I mean, they're they're very smart about their music, but uh, just them doing punk renditions of old christmas tunes and it's not just like oh look at us we're being ironic it's actually like well done like sonically like vocally it's Mm -hmm. these are like earnest covers of christmas songs. Put
0: work into it yeah
3: and it's they sound like legit bad religion songs because they are a melodic punk band with like harmonies and in their vocalizations and their rhythms and their guitars and all that Mm -hmm. stuff but it's very much punk music and i just think that's uh, damn Christmas yeah. songs by Bad Religion. It's on Spotify. Uh,
0: I would say Pearl Jam actually just released uh, four or five you Christmas would. songs. You would. I don't know what else to pick, and that was the first thing that came to my mind because I listened to them a couple of days ago, and I was like, "These are these are pretty good." I don't know if I'd actually listen to them a lot, but hey, they're Christmas songs. I like Pearl Jam. Shout out to Pearl Jam. Any better? <laughs>
2: I can't really do mm-hmm. the only song that came to my head was a. Uh, Please Don't Shoot Me Santa Claus by the Killers. Mm. But I wouldn't really listen to that <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah. But I love holiday themed games and like game DLC. Like there's this Wait, period. Before
1: you tackle that, I just want to say in this house, we don't respect last Christmas. Um, I gave you my heart. Oh, no. Fuck that song. No. and Fuck. Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Yeah, of that, shit. that
0: song needs to stop.
1: Tired of it. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: Holiday themed video games and DLC. I love that shit. So, yeah. like, there was a period where it was like Red Dead's got the zombie DLC, like, mm-hmm. uh, and like Infamous Two had like vampires. Like, it was mm-hmm. and it was like the same year, and they're like Costume Quest. Yeah,
1: Halloween events. Rule. Uh, Halloween
2: events and video games always rule. And then Costume Quest even did like a winter DLC. So, uh, just any like. Holiday themed DLC, especially Christmas and like Halloween, like I'm give that to me. Yeah. I want it. I'm here. I love it.
1: Just to represent Animal Crossing. I was gonna say Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. I, <laughs>
2: yes, that's a great example. Yep. I,
1: you know, I grew up with very few friends, so I didn't go out on holidays. So I would have plenty of time to play Animal Crossing. I was there for New Year's and Christmas. It's not called Christmas and Animal Crossing, but the Halloween events, like all that stuff in Animal Crossing. And then I will also say it's not like tied to real world stuff, but Stardew Valley has great holidays. They have a great little um, like Halloween time event. There's the spring festival. There's the winter festival. I, and then like the, the one, the summer one that's there's like a, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I like those, but if we're talking about like real life stuff, Animal Crossing does holidays. So
3: I totally agree. I loved when I had my GameCube and Animal Crossing and just like the way that the town shifts into that, mm-hmm. like oh, this is so cozy. This is the coziest game I've Especially ever played. Especially being
0: in like sunny Southern California, like yeah. the three of us, yeah. and we like look outside and it's like, like eighty degrees. Yeah. And we're, like, damn, this
3: like, ain't no damn holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but in Animal
0: Crossing, it's
3: snowing,
4: yeah. and like Aww.
1: it honestly like made me wish I had seasons growing up. And, like that's how I knew it was like Christmas time was playing Animal Crossing because I like. Where I lived, it was the same. It was the same weather year round. It was always seventy-five Aww. degrees, yeah, which is same. nice. I'm not that is. I am very blessed to that is grown something up I that, but...
2: really took for granted as a kid, and I super miss now. Yeah. Seasons, yeah. Seasons.
3: We ain't got no seasons. It's sunny or it's raining balls.
1: Yeah, my sense of time is completely distorted.
3: Yeah. Um, this is going to be my first uh, holiday with Final Fantasy XIV, and they do holiday events extremely well. So I'm excited Ooh. to spend. I don't have a real Christmas tree at my pad, but you know, there's probably gonna be a Christmas tree in Limsa Lominsa, so I'm gonna be chilling there. <laughs> hey, if I
2: hop in, that's that'll be my first experience as a yeah. bunch of holiday yeah. <laughs> nonsense. Speaking
3: of holiday songs, uh Snow Halation from uh, Love Life.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, he, on. He, I remember because you said um All I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey is outplayed. Yeah. and uh, we need to I, I do like that song. And, is that your but vote? I found it's not
1: a bad song, I'm just tired of it.
3: Yeah, oh uh, yeah, me too. Um but Snowhalation from That's Up your Live vote for is the replacement. That? Yeah, that let, let's
2: keep it real. I'm also kind of tired of Snowhalation though. Hi, Game got crew. too much. My friends and I <laughs> have
0: a pretty consistent game night one to two times per week where we play either board card or tabletop games. We like to find different types of games to play along with different foods to have so that way our game nights can be varied. Do any of you have any specific games you like to play or foods you like to eat with friends on nights like these we're always up for trying new things and would like to hear <laughs> about any favorites you may have thanks from sean you from Sholo.
1: i have lots of recommendations uh for snacks i really like um cape cod uh kettle chips potato chips Ooh, regular potato chips fire. with french onion dip Ooh, i fucked that up i love that so much that is Oh, it's so good! You could just eat that and then not even have dinner. It's great. It's really good for your body, also. <laughs> and then for games, um, this is one that like I think is underappreciated is Code Names. I really love Code Names. There's a two player version, but you can also play it with groups. And basically, you set out a grid. Um, you draw like cards with words on them, and you set out, like a five by five grid. There are two pe- like two representatives from each team who have like a little, they draw like a card that shows which words are like the red teams and which words are the blue teams. Um, and their job is to get their team to guess their words first. So once a team has claimed all of their words, they they win the round. There's also one or two words that are like, no one should guess them, they're like insta-fail words. And so to illustrate like how it works, uh, one time I was like the clue giver person and I had to get two. Two of the words I had to get my team to guess were rabbit and whale. And you can only use one word clues, and then the number of, and then you say the number of words it applies to, and that's it. So I said white two, so they mm-hmm. would guess white rabbit, white whale, um, and it really makes you think about how do I associate these words together, but without accidentally getting you to guess, like if if uh the other team had had fence. I probably wouldn't have said white because you would probably think like a white picket fence. So there's, there's like a meta to it and it's super fun. I'm such a words person and I love it. And I never have people to play it with. And so if you haven't played code names, I would highly recommend it. It's great. And also Catan.
3: <laughs> yeah. Catan is, Catan's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: a mainstay. You probably already have played Catan plenty of times.
3: I don't,
0: I feel like I don't play a lot of board games, tabletop mm. games, or anything card games. I would say I used to play a lot of Magic: The Gathering.
3: That's always a fun time. I when we before we, me and my homies were old enough to drink, we would play Risk and eat Doritos. Oh yeah, dude, I, I love Risk.
1: I and I love Doritos With Risk, too.
3: yeah, Risk is. You know, the thing is, like, we were dumb as shit too. We uh, <laughs> kind of still are, but we would make our own rules because it was it's pretty complex it's and it's a long it, game. Yeah, oh, and we would too. Yeah, we're like, ah, can you do this? Like, well, the rule book says nah, but we're going to do that anyway. Just, like, streamline the thing. Cause like, I don't know, I'm Did, not sure. Keep, keep was trying. there, like, one person in your friend
0: group that everyone would just team up on and get them knocked out pretty quickly? Because yeah. that's how oh, it always goes it, 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 it
3: depends on, like, where you place your, your units to begin with. Like, oh, no, we can we can DP this fool, so we're just going to go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and do it. Uh, yeah, risk is very good for breaking alliances. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah I love Oh, risk. yeah, yeah.
1: I also want to recommend Smart Foods White Cheddar Popcorn. That's That's what I was waiting for. Eat it with chopsticks so you don't get the Mm -hmm. powder all over your fingers so you can still play the game. I would highly recommend the chopsticks technique. That's a great shout out
2: because my favorite foods that I'd want to snack on are like terrible to snack on. And then also you
1: can can eat eat all sorts of these foods with chopsticks, Doritos, Cheetos. Yeah,
3: that's what I do. Yeah, I I, I pioneered that method back home and uh, it's uh, I used to just drink cheetos just pour them in my mouth but Drink? oh no. yeah huh i yeah. i don't do, i
1: haven't done that but if you're not good with chopsticks consider that a meta game you're training yourself to be better with chopsticks yeah so
3: you're going embarrass yourself um, next time but uh oh
1: sorry go ahead card games
3: king's cup that's oh <laughs> uh, yeah
0: okay. oh yeah i was including drinking games but yeah king's
3: cup is always fun because there I, are cards involved so yeah. i'm like oh
0: okay
1: <laughs> sure i would say um this guy's probably it. like,
0: this is not helpful at all, except for what Callie said. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> else has if been if
1: useless. You, if you like um deck building games, Munchkin's really fun <gasps> and accessible. Um Munchkin's cool. I played a really, I can't remember the name of it, but I hopefully I will say enough to, to give people to go off on. A really cute, like kid-friendly, but just like it was fun to play. So it's not super competitive. It's like a dragon deck building game where you have like it's like tea dragons and they're tea themed so like one of them is like an oolong dragon and you're trying <laughs> to get points and it's just really lovely and it's themed Aww. around the seasons and um i really had fun playing with that there is a uh tabletop game cafe in berkeley that i go to with my friends sometimes where you rent out a table and you can play like any number of games that they have there. Is it so game, we games in berkeley
4: or it um funny? it's
1: called uh victory point cafe oh, okay. in in north berkeley um so I would I would recommend that. And uh I really like I like games where you have to guess stuff, so I like um like I always liked Taboo. Um mm-hmm. getting people to guess words. What was the the other one um where you guess like celebrities and
3: Oh, uh, the one where you put on your head?
1: No, but I know that one.
3: Uh, heads up seven. The
1: up. it's Monikers. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to guess that. Monikers is a really good party game rather than like but if you just want like a break, if you want to just like a fun time, it's mm-hmm. you have to like there's three rounds. You have to I'm going so long, I'm just really sorry. You I really I, I am starved for tabletop experiences. My family doesn't like them. I'm obsessed with them. I've wanted to play board games all the time I've, since I was a kid and I had no one to play with. <laughs> I feel like we keep
2: trying to do that in the office. We should make a series effort yeah. to do that. Engineering
0: does that. Yeah. Yeah they do, they do it every week. Uh mm-hmm. we got well, we got well, we one more question, on. one more comment, and I want to make sure to get through
3: those. Oh, Michael.
1: Last one. Two rooms in a boom. Look it up. It's fun.
3: Michael, do you want to read the next question? Oh, uh, the Hey After Dark crew? Yep. All right. Hey After Dark crew. I recently watched your Death Stranding video with Kurt and thought it was hilarious. However, I noticed in the credits that only one person was credited with camera, sound, and editing. And Ben, as a bodyguard, what's the story behind that? <laughs> question mark, question mark. I'm curious. What goes into making a video like that? The whole thing is super impressive, and I find it hard to believe that only one person did all that. If any of you know, what was the setup for that shoot? what kind of camera did you guys use what sound equipment was used where was it filmed how long did it take i saw you in the video jake so hopefully you know lol um but if not no worries also love the vi- uh, video jake did with kurt about the game of the year explain kurt honestly kurt is 10 out of 10 material we agree, we agree. and i love true fiction too hopefully they bring season two I'll take that up with lucy next time she's on the podcast <laughs> anyways thanks for reading enjoy the holidays eric stanton Man, Thanks, so
2: Eric. Eric is a, is a Kurt stan. Yeah, I, I
0: helped out a little bit on As this I. shoot. Uh, I did s- I, I helped out for like one shot, but that was mostly Evan Langer, He's our intern. Uh, actually, I don't know if he's still technically an intern. Um, but he did most of that. Honestly, he shot it. He him and Kurt set the setup. Uh, they, Kurt wrote it. They planned it. Uh, a lot of all, all the credit goes to him, but I can kind of fill you in on some background information. The reason Ben was a bodyguard is because we had to shoot a scene in the bathroom, and we were worried about people walking in and having to use the bathroom. Uh, so Ben stood outside, and actually, a funny story was that we shot it in the lower level, uh, which we figured no one would be there because... It's
1: like kind of an unused Yeah, not,
0: not too many people go there, so we're like, all right, we're safe here. We, we check all the stalls. We, we check everything. It's like, okay, no one's in here. Hey, Ben, can you stand by the door make sure no one comes in apparently I had to turn a couple people away but anyway we're in the middle of shooting we've got a c200 camera that's what we use canon c200 we've got a c200 camera set up i've got a boom pole i'm in the stall hanging it over kurt and <laughs> as we're about to shoot someone walks out of the door on the other end there's a there's also showers in this in this uh bathroom so someone walked out of the showers and just saw and then like not an entire camera crew, but a camera crew. I'll turn and look at him, and he's like, he's like, oh wow, weird place to shoot. And then walked out, and and Ben of course is like, what? Where did this man come from? And then immediately Ben opens the door and is like, like who? <laughs> how? How? What just happened? Po- we're like, someone who's using the showers right now, I guess. um but yeah i think that answered (laughs) most of the questions right
3: yeah uh but yeah
1: i mean a lot of our stuff is like pretty small crews right Mm -hmm. yeah we usually do
3: slim crews like when when emma emily and i did game tech when i was purely doing video for for like tech and stuff it was literally me and emily like we were the only ones who touched that content she shot edited did lighting did the sound. Uh, and all that i wrote the scripts i hosted the videos i did all like the research that went into that video and it was literally just two people producing videos for that and like there are i mean that's a lot of the a lot of the content we do I, is slim crew like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah usually it's one producer one writer or sometimes it's just one
0: producer and a camera operator or something like that i will say you did call out uh true fiction that was a team effort there was mm-hmm. quite a few people i think Kurt wrote and hosted that. Lucy produced that. Richard Lee shot that. Evan helped out. Evan, that. Ho- Evan helped he out like on PA. that. Uh, Chris Morris edited that. Yeah. I think.
3: Uh, Tam also did some advisory stuff on scripting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, so we the, also
1: have people who are QAing this. Who oh, are, right. Like, watching the video mm-hmm. and yeah. leaving notes. Like it's it there. It's not just like. So even the video that you're talking about here, the one that like Evan and Kurt mostly just did a lot of people looked at it and yeah. suggestions yeah. so like it, it it's not that it's just like one person doing all of that but we we do like support each other as a team like, yeah yeah I
2: that's a good way to put it but even on the bigger shoots like that it's still a pretty small crew i guess compared to other other places like yeah like, just true Super fiction is still talented. two people <laughs>
1: i mean you're not wrong i mean i'm not i'm not on the video team uh, <laughs> i've been
2: helping out with audio logs that's pretty much
0: just me and Richard
2: handling the production. Yeah, like
3: technical side of things. Yeah, is, yeah. Um,
0: But a lot of it too depends on uh, how much time we have to get that done. Like if it is a guide that needs to be done in a couple of days, a lot of times it's just one producer and a writer and you guys crank that out as quickly as you can. Try to make it obviously polished and, and nice yeah. and everything like that. Uh, but a lot of times it, it just makes sense to have one person on that rather than have a team of people like get together and have production meetings and plan it out. Just doesn't doesn't make as much sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read this last? It's not a question. Cat. Well,
1: I would love um, to read but
0: it. But you like this one quite a bit, so
1: I just I don't know if we're gonna. I don't, we don't have time to discuss it. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> Hi all. In the last episode, that would be two weeks ago. You've all tried to bring up the horrible parts of the internet, like subreddit 5050 or cake farts, but you've a- already done it in the episode you talked about cars <laughs> and if they needed health insurance or auto insurance. There's
0: a Matt Paget special on that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this planted a seed in my head about cars and their body parts. For example, the hood is their head, the front bumper is their mouth, and the rear bumper and exhaust pipe is the ass.
3: <laughs> is the ass.
1: So in the scene where Lightning is in the impound lot with a bunch of rusty pipes lying on the ground or in the hanging cables and pipes in Doc's garage, what does that mean? <laughs> Why did you do this to me and my nephew who am I obviously had to share this with the moment I had this epiphany? Oh, no.
2: No, no thanks, Matt. it's like a a horror movie at that point it's just a bunch of asses hanging
1: you know matt i do want to say i recently watched cars for the first time uh, after having had this discussion my opinion on health insurance versus um auto insurance did not change but i did think about um there's a very uh lightning canoodles with this porsche i already forget her name and they are like really going hot and heavy for like a second or two Mm -hmm. and i'm like how does that work? <laughs> so I'm right with you there, Matt. I um, There's a lot of of stuff that you got to really consider. How, did, how are yeah. baby
2: cars made? I
0: wonder if there's cars porn.
1: Don't. Th- oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, there definitely is. Why would you Damn, even see that? cars hentai.
0: That's you know,
1: what's up, man. That is
0: that, is. that that might answer a lot of questions. You shouldn't look it up. But if you're curious, maybe that can answer some. Yeah. But anyway, that's all we've got time for this week. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, that was episode 21 of GameSpot After Dark. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us jabber about uh, our top 10 most, our top 10 games we would recommend of the decade. And thank you for sending in your questions. If you have a question, please, please, please email it to us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com. We try to read as many of them as we can. And uh, yeah, send us questions. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah. And finally, too, GameSpot Discord update. Uh, We talked about that a little bit last week. Mm -hmm. Um, But just in case you missed last week, for whatever reason, John Luke, do you want to fill people in on what the status is on that?
2: Yep. We're going to soft launch it early next year. So uh, please um, email us. You can email us at the um, afterdark@gamespot.com email, or you can DM me on Twitter if you like as well, and I'm going to try and get you in there. We're trying to build a very nice community of wholesome boys and girls. Uh, and, from and
1: non-binary people and
2: b- non-binary people people of all kinds so, although um,
1: you could probably talk about i mean we just talked about cars porns so, uh, you know wholesome yeah. is we mean like don't be racist right?
2: yeah, yes yes exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I'll be, I'll be, if you if you racist in the discord i'll beat your yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, so we're, we're we want to build a nice nice little community with you guys yeah. for both uh GameSpot Discord or for GameSpot After Dark GameSpot but After
0: Discord GameSpot After Discord. <laughs> 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 sure, I
2: gotta cute. go change yeah. the name of the server now. Uh, for GameSpot After Dark, but also uh some other stuff like me and Ben do Community Fridays. We're gonna get people in for that. And oh yeah. Multi-purpose. That, yeah, multi-purpose. Yeah, multi-purpose things cool. that uh grow the community together. So if you're interested, uh let us know. Mm-hmm.
0: Michael, where can people find you on Twitter?
3: Oh, boy. Uh, Michael P. mean You can find me <laughs> tweeting about all of my bullshit. Uh, man, you know, it's it's 2020. Is You better get ready for some for some, uh, for some cold steel. Oh, boy. <laughs> the year of cold steel. It's the year of cold steel. This year was the year of Final Fantasy XIV. Next year is the year of cold steel. I'm calling it now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please follow me.
0: Jean-Luc. You can follow me at Jean-Luc Seipke.
3: And you can hit him up about Discord
0: invitations and whatnot. Exactly. uh, If you don't want to email us. And Callie?
1: You can find me on Twitter at inkidojiko. I-N-K-Y-D-O-J-I-K-K-O.
0: And you can find me at Jacob Deck and from all of us in the GameSpot office, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Merry, crisis. Merry crisis. Mary Chrysler. Merry
1: Chrysler. Merry Chrysler.
0: have a good have a good time during the holidays with your family and whatnot. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Happy new Year. bye.